0: hello sports fans this is sellout sports today is october 26th 2023 i am tory rich joined by michael mawson and we are getting into we got a lot of uh well the trade deadlines coming up in the nfl there might be a couple of players on the move and got a lot of running back talk coming up in the uh in our analysis of the the nfl games and uh yeah. Uh my my alma mater, UNLV is looking good and they got a big game coming up against Fresno State, so we'll talk talk about that. Got a little basketball, little NHL. And uh here we go. Hit him, Mike. So uh, obviously not a not a ton of analysis yet because it's always us uh, prepping this show as as the game is going on. But we just we did just see the Bills survive the Bucks. Um, Allen looked Allen looked pretty good. Looked like the one pick that he threw was yeah, questionable, but not really a not not the worst that you've ever seen. Um, but other than that, you know, three twenty four, uh, two touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown. So like. Who the hell are the Bills? I I feel like they're going to be maddeningly inconsistent all year. It's- yeah, if
1: you if you told me 24-18 Bills over the Buccaneers, I don't think anybody really would say that score. It's a kind of a weird score, but I would 100% believe you on a Thursday night. That just seems about right for these two teams. Uh, you know, somewhat low scoring. Uh, got to put some respect on Baker Mayfield's name. We
0: we uh we definitely we so we watched the hail mary at the end of the game or you know watched the drive to set up the hail mary and we're like nope that's not close enough and then even after the offsides on miller we're still like nope still probably not it. still yeah. thinking maybe not close enough and yeah he got it five yards deep
1: <laughs> yeah great great chance for a game-winning catch uh it looked like uh godwin just he missed it he just didn't have it in the in the lights there
0: yeah it, yeah i think i think he just turned around too late and by the yeah. time he saw it, it was about to hit the ground but yeah um you know, again, I, you know the Bucks were never more than two scores out of this thing, and I just felt like they—I I, I keep coming back to it—but just abandon the running game. And Baker Mayfield is one of those quarterbacks you can't ask to do too much. You got to figure it out. You got to figure out a way to to get the running game involved. I think because it's not like the Bills are overpowering anybody offensively right now. Like they—they it, they, it looked like they figured some things out. They were clicking. Um, I like the Bucks more than. You know, a lot of people do, I think, and what do they, do they fall the three and four right now? But I, I still like them to win the South when all's said and done. Yeah, uh, do you think uh, any of that uh, comes with the fact
1: it's a short week? They don't want to um, go to the running game as much? You know, people, uh, players are still coming off of, you know, just playing on
0: Sunday and still being nicked up a little bit? Honestly, if I'm a coach, I want to run the ball more on a Thursday because I think that it's – uh I don't know there's so much timing and, and and uh a lot of a lot of different concepts involved in, in the passing game I feel like everything has to be that's what i mean that's part of why I love the running game and because that gets you it, it, when your quarterback isn't having his best day it still gives you it gives you options you know what I mean and so I don't know when when everybody isn't feeling their best they're still they're still banged up yeah go to the running game you know um because it, like the bill you know in theory you know, the Bills defense is banged up too. So, and, and still tired, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, we, you know, I, I think I'm already on record as saying, I'm not a big fan of Thursday night football in general. Don't, you know, we, we shouldn't really have it, you know, but if, if we're going to have it and I have to play a Thursday night game, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to play it a little differently than I normally do. So I think I I think I would really focus on the running game. I, I think I'd go the exact opposite, actually. Fair enough, just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a fair question, but I think I'd I think I'd lean on the running game more, go running back by committee, and just I think
1: that's a that's a good point that you come that you make because I mean running back lifespans are are short as is as it comes to you know NFL years. <laughs> then you add in Thursday Night Football. I'm sure that that shortens the window a little bit. I think you don't want to lean on a on your if you have a stud running back um yeah which that which they don't, but, they
0: don't but um but you know it might be the uh probably don't want to give them 25 carries it yeah. might be the week where you like you look at it like a baseball team is like oh we're gonna bring up this guy from triple a for one week and so you sign up we'll give him like a spot start you know yeah like, yeah like, you know what i mean you sign up you sign a running back off the street and and be like go go give us 20 carries i don't know like it's like it's like saying go give us six innings uh, I bring a guy up from the practice squad uh, yeah something like that who's
1: yeah uh, who's the Famous Patriot against the Colts, uh, Jonas Gray was it?
0: Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: like two forty, and just never like did anything else in the NFL. One, one hit
0: wonder. Was it? Was he a Notre Dame guy?
1: He was. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah. All right. Um. So going on. So yeah, like I said, we're we're I guess we're going running back heavy on this show. So that's that's a good thing. Um. Uh, and the reason, so we bring up uh the the Rams and the Cowboys. It's really one of the bigger games of the week um kind of a kind of a, a light week as far as nfl matchups go like it's not not a ton of marquee matchups prime time sucks which we'll talk about in a second um yeah
1: spend time with your families uh sunday night and monday night yeah
0: it, it build up that relationship equity you be like oh, babe i didn't watch football all night <laughs> um so yeah uh rams plus six at the cowboys i think i like the rams here this is if if you're gonna do one thing against the Cowboys, it's run the ball, and the Rams seem to be 100 uh, percent okay doing that. So um, no, Kieran Williams, who's been uh, who's done well, but he's out with an injury these last last two weeks, ankle, I believe. Yeah, you just got put on IR a week or two ago. But um, yeah, the Cowboys are, are third in points against, fourth against the pass, but they're 18th against the run. So if you're gonna find, you know, so and I guess uh, you know. A couple of teams have been able to run the ball because they had a lead against the Cowboys. But that being said, like we know, this is a good defense. But if you look at the personnel, that's where they're vulnerable. Is you is you can run the football on them and go right up the middle on them. Yeah. yeah um. You know they they got a they got a safety playing linebacker. You know, uh, like Marquise Bell, I think. Um, Van Deresh. I, I don't know if Van Der Esch is back yet, but he was out with that uh with the the neck injury or right. Yeah, I think
1: so. I, Anytime you have a neck roll as a guy, I'm, I'm always like, first I think, oh shit, don't run at that guy. He's probably pretty tough. But I'm also <laughs> like, how many concussions does this guy have? You know, like,
0: except when you see like the like the the six foot two hundred and sixty pound kid oh, in yeah. high school with the neck roll, and you're just, <laughs> what are you doing, bud? Like, like that. Yeah, like, that's cute. Uh, that, that don't look right, but you know, all right. It's like um,
1: me rolling out there. Imagine if I rolled up to our next podcast with a, with a neck roll on. I, I always
0: hated the neck roll out of the pads, too. Uh, like put it like put it over the pads, yeah. you know, like I don't know. But uh anyway, so as far as the the Rams, um, they still have they still have the running game though. Uh, Royce Freeman and uh uh Daryl Henderson Jr. combined for 127 yards on thirty carries uh last week without Williams and you know, in a game that you know the Rams probably should have, maybe not should have won, but they shouldn't have lost it the way they did against the Steelers. Um, so I think they'll be able to keep that going against the Cowboys. So at the very least, uh, Rams getting plus six on the road. Um, yeah, I like the Rams to to at least cover and if not win.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm on the Rams to cover. I, I don't know about winning. Um, this is the Brett marhar game that's that's what we we buried the lead here uh the rams just cut him because he missed an extra point and i believe a field goal or
0: two last week um i have to be totally honest i didn't know what you meant in your notes so until so you missed an extra point and he got cut. last week and, yeah he, and, and got
1: cut no, he yeah. got cut like a couple days ago yeah like right uh, before this revenge gotcha. game so um famously last january missed four extra points yeah. in a in a I, playoff and, game I, against the Bucks. And i do
0: remember that yeah. uh
1: I was just, that was like, it's one of those disasters where you can't look away. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, like, you're you're like, I was like, I've never texted my buddies about kickers, like live updates. And I was, I texted my, I texted Parker, you know, the guy who came on the show the week after I was like, I miss Brett Marhar. (laughs) Like, like I just need, I need him on my television missing extra points right now. He missed four extra points in a playoff game.
0: I remember the the talk all that week leading up to the 49ers game was like oh man this is going to come down to the kicker and now it, it didn't but <laughs> but but it was like you know it was a big thing like that but McCarthy, like imagine if it did but yeah and mccarthy was going to have to make a big decision or was he going to have to was he going to sign a guy off the street the, the week before the nfc championship game and all that or was that or what hang on the cowboys have to win two playoff games yeah to get to the no, what am I talking about? It was Eagles and Forty Nineers NFC. Yeah, so, so it was court- before it was, the division, division round, yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, it was Bucks, Yep, Bucks, B- Bucks on the wild, yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it was after they, after they lost to them in Week One, and then yeah. they came, and then opened they came, the season with them. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep, yep. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. Like the Rams have exceeded, you know, they're three and four, but they've exceeded expectations. I think because you know they've been in games that they, yeah. I mean. Puka Nakua, the Cooper Cup back. Now, now. that cup I is mean. back. Yeah. So like they you know, they can still do some things. And again, you know, going back to we were we were both entertaining the possibility of of like, yeah, go ahead and sell off pieces, you know. Like I I was a little bit more on it, but I was I was like, Go ahead and start the rebuild and like no, maybe it's a little too early. Like maybe the Rams can actually do some damage this year. I um three and four is not out of it. And so. in that division, definitely not out of it. Well, no, at this point because like, you know, who the hell knows what the 49ers are, but we'll get to that in a second. Um So anyway, uh a lot a lot of good running back talk out of this one. So first of all, let's let's get to the Falcons Bijan Robinson last week in the win over the Bucks. He plays 11 snaps, gets one, you know, token carry. On the final and, drive to set up the game-winning field goal, but and so uh, shout out to a fan and friend. So so I, I wonder because he's one of the few people that I trust to like have thought of something that I didn't think of, and so I wonder why he's saying the Falcons were being scumbags about it. Um, and like he's he what he sent us a DM on Instagram or or Facebook or yeah one of it. the two. I mean so yeah so by the way you do that because because everybody out there also people that that don't know us. I coached with Kevin, but that being said, um, yeah, send, send us questions. So that, that, but, um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what he meant by the Falcons being dirtbags or whatever it is. He said, um, it, it seems like it could be them being shady though. The thing is, I think it's being made a bigger deal than it actually is. I think a lot of fantasy football players are angry and I, I can't reiterate enough. Like Bijan Robinson does not care about your fantasy football team. And he also doesn't care about your parlay or your or your prop bet. No one cares about your prop bet except your wife, and she hates you because you just lost, you know, a grand on a stupid football bet. I, I mean, it. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you know, sports betting. If you do it right, it it can be like playing the stock market. And then also, uh, like. I mean, I mean, if you you know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, high rise buildings in the desert that. Uh, yeah but see here's the thing though, but if you're a sharp though, right like if you're if you're a sharp and you and you win fifty five percent of your bets that fifty five percent basically you break even but yeah yeah um, with minus odds there are people that make money off of it though, and so uh, but it's very rare and if you're just a dumb emotional better that just got to Vegas two days ago and like that's what that's what Vegas is built on <laughs> and
1: the thing is like sharps aren't even mostly aren't even sports fans they're just guys with no it's a lot of nerds yeah that don't even watch games like
0: legitimately like they do not watch the games so it's like yeah i don't know when i was up there i think i i pretty much broke even but i was i was literally doing like two dollars a game and that was my and that was my whole system right and i would only bet like two dollars a game and then i would do prop bets and so i actually like so i was actually in the in the black on my sports betting because i because i won a couple of prop bets like Falcons to go to the NFC Championship game or whatever the year that they did, the year they went to the Super Bowl. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what my point was there, but basically, yeah, it like, <laughs> it's it, it, you can do it as like a form of recreation. Like, oh, I can spend... 20 bucks going to the movies or i can spend 20 bucks having some fun and, and, yeah, and having a little bit of skin in the game on these football games
1: that's how i see it on nfl sunday i i'm i'm one to kind of sprinkle first touchdown scores because uh you know you get paid more and it it's a thrilling first like 15 minutes of an nfl sunday from <laughs> one to 115 you're like oh my god the possibilities if you know if kyle Pitts scores first and you know oh it's
0: you know i have I mean, this is, this is like, I guess the reason I go into it a little bit is like, I get it. First of all, I have played fantasy football. I don't anymore, probably because nobody likes me and just hasn't invited me into a league or anything. Sorry, but, man. My leagues are full. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck you. Um, so I haven't been invited into any of fantasy football leagues in a while. And uh, probably because they know I'd beat them. Oh yeah, you know what? The last probably time, probably I... because
1: you denounced fantasy football. That's...
0: Yeah, but I would still play. I would just be like, you. don't, don't be a, don't be a fantasy football fan. Be a football fan. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's my point. Is it's the same thing with betting, and that's why I'm critical of the league for embracing all these relationships because now you're drawing in more casual fans that don't actually give a shit about football. So like, I don't know, man. I'm not gonna root against my favorite team. I'm not even gonna root for. Uh, Like if I'm watching a game with two teams I don't really have any investment in, but I'm still gonna I'm gonna root for the team that I like their style more that I like their culture more. Like I'm not a Lions fan, but if it's the Lions against the Cowboys or something, I'm gonna root for the Lions. Like and I'm not gonna root for C.D. Lamb because he's not on my because he's not on my fantasy team. You know what I mean? Lions Cowboys. That sounds like a Thanksgiving matchup. Actually, I think it's I think it's Cowboys and Commanders this year. Okay, I might be wrong. The Lions have to be on Thanksgiving. Lions tradition. Oh Unlike yeah, no, other. no, no, no. Yeah, they 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 can never play each other because they always have a they always have a different game, and now there's always a third game on Thanksgiving. But. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, right? Like the Cowboys and the Lions don't play each other on Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't think they ever do. I'm I'm usually not near TV on Thanksgiving, unfortunately. Mm, fair enough. Do you play Do you play football with your family on Thanksgiving? Or no, I just kind of eat, eat and take a nap. Yeah, sounds right. Do you Do you do Black Friday afterwards? No, no. It's so stupid. I did it once. I've
1: okay. done it. I, I did it in high school. I think for a year or two. Um, we we I went mean, good deals, but it, obviously,
0: yeah. I mean, like I'll trample somebody for a flat screen, but like it's just the waiting in the cold for you know three hours before. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, I don't really care. I don't really like hold dear human life that much. So like, like yeah, I'll fight somebody for a flat screen, whatever. Actually, if the flat screens like it's not that it's not that hard to get a flat screen anymore. Like no, what, no. like what are people going to be fighting over at the mall now? Like. Or maybe no, I'll I, probably I not going more. to the mall. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we have a we have a mall forty five well like forty five minutes south of us that's being converted to like senior housing, so, like because it's just yeah it's just a target and a, and a giant empty building. Yeah. That'd, that'd be like a good place to shoot a zombie Horror movie. movie or yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Anyway, anyway, back to B.
1: John Robinson. Uh, I think uh, you know I would be pretty pissed if you know I had. A, him on fantasy. I get that. Um, no one cares
0: about your fantasy. Type.
1: I understand that. I'm just saying I, I understand why people are upset, but uh, Falcons are in the wrong no matter kind of how you slice it because Bijan came out and said, you know, it was the night before that he started to experience headaches. Some people are calling it a migraine. Probably is a
0: migraine if it's keeping him out. I think he would play through a headache. Um, so here's the thing. like the only The only reason that I actually have any concern with this is Okay, so if he didn't feel his best, but if Bijan Robinson is still your third best running back when he feels like shit, then then okay, then he, then what wh- what's the problem with him being active? Just because he's generally a star that is expected to get twenty touches a game, If, yeah. he, if he's not feeling his best, but your your top, if Tyler Algier and uh, and Patterson go down. Then do you think they're he's actually your best, gonna, he's you, your next best option?
1: It, but from what he's saying, it doesn't sound like they were actually going to utilize him because he talked to Arthur Smith and he was like, "Hey, I'm not feeling 100 percent." Okay, but, and yeah, Arthur well, Smith but again, is like, okay, we'll protect you.
0: Listen, I don't know. I don't know if he's their best running back in pass protection, for instance. But there also the decoy meant you know element to it. He's like, okay, they like they they still used him on 11 snaps. So I don't know. I was reading about other instances of, of times that this has happened recently. So Christian Darrisaw, who you know ninety percent of fans have probably have no idea who he, who he is, but he's a first round draft pick, offensive tackle for the Vikings a few years ago, and now he's a starting left tackle. So Darrisaw was on the was um, listed as questionable. He was limited in practice all week or whatever. Um, this was earlier then, this year, right? Then, yeah, early or, or maybe last season. I, I can't remember which. But point being, they listed him as active, and then he didn't play a snap. I don't see what the problem with that is. First of all, you took up a roster spot in order to keep him there. But if you're saying that Christian Derrissaw is your best backup tackle, even when he's not at 100%, but, you, but you're like, yeah, I don't want to start him, I get that. Do you think I don't, player, I don't? I don't think there's anything nefarious necessarily. I don't think you can prove anything nefarious is happening. Do
1: you, Do you think it's the players' association getting mad? Maybe a guy from uh, the practice squad that didn't get a chance to get a
0: game check because he was inactive. Do you think that they have a gripe with that at all? I mean, maybe, but I don't think it's a legitimate gripe. Like again, if if Bijan Robinson at seventy percent because he has a migraine and feels terrible. Is still your third best running back? If that's what you think as a coach,
1: and maybe they thought he was like, going
0: to get better as the game went on, because you know,
1: obviously there's medicine for that kind of stuff, and he did get a carry, like we said in the in the final drive, it, he went one carry three yards. I believe. Well, the,
0: so the funny thing is, the carry almost makes it, it makes it feel shadier to me. It makes it feel like it makes it feel like they did this just so we wouldn't get in trouble for See, you know, yeah, I, for not disclosing. I, the, I get
1: what you're saying, but I you know. I think it might have been he was starting to feel better because he did talk after the game with reporters. Um you know when when you're a guy like Bijan you're going to have a lot of media members around you especially with the controversy of not really playing a lot. You, that's going to add even more. And you know I, you've been around it like TV cameras are bright and if you have a migraine that's not going to be great, you know. Hmm. So he yeah. he was there and he was talking and he seemed more upbeat after after the game as well so uh, I honestly think he just started to feel better as as the game went on because I don't think he was even on the field until late late first quarter um probably shouldn't have been on it at that point if you're asking me you know if Arthur Smith's actually trying to protect him
0: well and that's the that's the thing is I like I want to know was he was he tested for other concussion symptoms like what was it one of those kind of things because obviously that changes that changes this whole dynamic Right. right But if it was just a migraine and it's something that he, I don't know if he has a history of battling them at all, but we, like we know other players have. Per- yeah, I hope Percy it's, not a, yeah, and, I hope it's yeah. not a
1: Percy Harvin situation.
0: Um, But yeah, if this was like a potential concussion situation and they just kind of overlooked it until after the game or something, like, like no, that's that's not okay. But um, as far as like, hey, if you think that, that Bijan Robinson just was better served to be your backup that day, and that's the case, like, I, I don't really have a problem with it. Um. Also, uh,
1: just one last thing about yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out DraftKings. Honestly, they they uh waived any any bets that where Bijan was just the losing leg of a parlay, or if it was a prop bet, you put ten dollars on Bijan to get sixty-five yards or whatever his projected yardage was. They gave you that ten dollars back, which is pretty cool.
0: Putting me in the weird position of uh sticking up for for uh sports books, but I would have been like, no. <laughs> It just shows it <laughs> like, goes to he, show you
2: how much money sports
0: well, sports books make where they can be like, you
1: know, here, you know seven hundred thousand, probably more than that on wagers involving B. John Robinson, have them back instead of, yeah. in our bank account. I mean I
0: like I'll give them credit. I'm just saying like if it were me, I'd be like, like, yeah, tough titties. Sorry, I don't know. like <laughs> this is football. <laughs> yeah, it, like it, it happens, like injuries happen, right? So like if he got injured on the first play of the game, would they say no action? No. So I don't know, whatever. Um, but like you said, if, if you got the money to do a, um, uh, you know, a PR stunt like that, then by yeah. all means do it. Um, so on the other side of it though, it's, uh, cause it's really the only reason to talk Falcons and Titans. Right. But, uh, so the Titans are going with the two quarterback system, like, you know, like, like they're South Carolina or something. I don't know. Uh, Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt on uh, a two quarterback system right now. Um, Barryville needs a quarterback. They need yeah. Well, the Titans need a quarterback. I think. Um, So Malik Willis has looked terrible. He looks like uh, and like people make jokes about Justin Fields being a running back playing quarterback. That's that's really that's Malik Willis. Well, yeah, Um, we
1: we went into it a couple weeks ago when you saw the field. I believe it was in London. Um, Just no awareness in the pocket whatsoever, and it's okay. Like you can get by with having like. A lack of awareness, I feel like, in the NFL, if you're athletic enough, you can roll out and you know. But if you have no awareness, which Malik does, has zero as I, of unless I, he's improved in these short couple of weeks, it's going to be ugly
0: when he's. On I the think field. I saw a stat that there. I can't remember what quarterback it was, but like in their first, you know, pick a number, two hundred dropbacks or something, he'd been sacked more than anybody except one other quarterback. I, I can't remember who it was. A hundred
1: percent believe it without seeing that vetting it. Hundred percent, eyeball test. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, just just watching him, right? Like, because he just really he just rolls out or tries to run right into the pressure. It's just and when he needs to get out of bounds, because talk yeah. about falling in love. Yeah, and we yeah exactly. <laughs> the Titans
1: are, are short on time. He just uh, decides to stay in bounds.
0: But yeah, talk about just um uh falling in love with a guy at the combine, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, he ended up falling to the third round, but still, it's just like this guy is not a quarterback. He's he's. He's a runner and a thrower. He's not a quarterback, you know? So anyway, so that being said, um, they still want to utilize him with uh, uh, Mr. Will Levis, who I've already been on the record as like, this guy, this guy sucks. I I am rooting against him pretty hard for the way he conducted himself at the draft. I think it's embarrassing. I think he should be embarrassed.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not on that one for, with you. I mean, I'm... I, like, what?
0: What? Dude, Will Levis, you like... Sit, oh, 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 I had to sit through the whole first round of the NFL draft... Like, dude fuck you like lots of people would like to sit through the first round of the nfl draft and then they so then you sit through the whole thing and you decide you're not going to come back like like i'm sorry man this this shows me this is a guy that like can't take his lumps and i i have very little faith that this guy is ever going to do anything
1: and then he doubled down with his
0: mayo endorsement and you were just off (laughs) i mean i just think that's funny really (laughs) but i but it makes more sense now um that he yeah that he didn't go, do a Duke's endorsement because he grew up up north he he Newton Mass he uh, yeah he well, he played his high school ball in Newton Mass and he and he grew up in Connecticut so he doesn't know about Dukes but down south like I don't think they're gonna like his lifetime lifetime deal with Hellman's. Because like, there's, there's a there's a mayonnaise rivalry out there. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't
1: experience it, luckily. I, I, I've i heard it gets pretty passionate down there. Yeah,
0: well, I found out in Charleston. I think I already told this story, so I'll skip it. But I'm just saying, I don't know, lack of self-awareness from this cat. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
1: I wish him well. I hope he does well. I hope he succeeds. Uh, as long as I don't have to see Malik Willis quarterbacking on an NFL field, I'm okay
0: with Dude, it. Dude, I've gotten better about like rooting against people. You know what I mean? I haven't even rooted for a Tyreek Hill injury in like four weeks, so I feel like that's I, I feel like I deserve <laughs> it's like that calendar. Like, I would uh, I would like some you, I would like some praise for that. Frankly, we yeah. have
1: gone <laughs> this podcast has gone <laughs> eight episodes without wishing <laughs> yeah. for a, and then we got to erase it. I, I can put that on my whiteboard yeah. over there. I'll just start. I'm not, it. I'm
0: not rooting for a Will Levis injury i am i am wishing ill upon his playing career though yeah because that was i mean maybe that's not fair either i mean what is he like 22 years old i'm I'm just saying that was a pussy move and i can't believe that you don't agree but i'm not saying i don't agree i just you know
1: let's give him a chance on an nfl field to see what he can do
0: i mean okay but what i'm telling you is like i don't think that he has the makeup to succeed in the nfl all right, we'll find out. Based on we'll based find on, out,
1: we'll half find
0: out on Sunday cause because that was be one of the mo- that was one of the most spoiled, entitled Gen Z bullshit. But act, you're probably like,
1: right. If he's splitting snaps with Malik, it's he's probably, pro- he's not, probably not very good. He's yeah. probably not looking great. But and whatever. they're both behind Ryan Tannehill, so that's another conversation.
0: Watch him get the hot hand and throw for like 300 yards, and maybe 100 percent wrong. But yeah, I'm rooting for you, bud. Like t- <laughs> yeah you just want to shove it in my face i think that's that's probably it. but all right so the the titans are a disaster they're obviously selling now and so that obviously brings up debate uh, or speculation that derrick henry will be traded and Dr. i sure, pseudo i hope i hope he gets i hope he gets traded man and so like so that you know with that being said it's like where do you want to see him go I want to see him go to a team with a power running game. Like, I mean, there's obviously as an Eagles fan, I'd like to see him on the Eagles. No, but I, you already reached your Titans quota for this month. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I like, yeah. I mean, the the Byard trade. Um, I don't think Edmonds was getting a, a ton of time, and uh, a couple mid late roundish picks, right? Uh, it, they traded a sixth and Edmonds for. Or a fifth, of sixth in Edmonds yeah, I think for Byard, a fifth, of sixth, yeah, yeah, something like yeah. So two I mean, picks, I know that. Yeah, like it's not like that's nothing. Draft capital matters no matter what, but um, but the lower round picks, I'm not gonna for an all pro safety. It's a pretty good, pretty yeah, good deal. Exactly. Um, so that being said, I mean Bayard was, you know, for I don't know what his production was this year, but obviously a very productive player for a long time, and that's so not a ton of not a ton in return there you know that they got there i mean they did get a you know a player out of it they got a safety out of it too but um it makes you wonder what the trade value is for henry and uh he's got he's uh some of it's tied up in bonus money so i think basically what i was reading is that it would be a team would have to pay him seven seven and a half million for the rest of the season. um not even that i think it'd be like five million at this point right because we're a, a quarter of the way, yeah, or yeah, a, a third of the way through the season. So I think it I think it'd be like five million on the books, like which I don't know. Again, it's not my money, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a huge investment. It's really more about the draft capital and do you think he can actually help you? So as much as fun as it sounds to have him on the Eagles, I don't think he actually fits the system that well. I think it's a lot more um, zone oriented, and I think you you want straight ahead running. So for me. It's, Two teams I think of, Lions and Browns. Um, I think he's a great fit on both of those those rosters. So I'd like to see that one.
1: I'm all in on him joining the Ravens. I just can I can envision a backfield of Lamar and Derek Henry on a read option, and I just don't know how you stop that.
0: See, I don't know if he's really. I don't know if he's a good read option guy, though. It's. Like I, I I
1: understand that. I I do, but and I know, in saying that out loud. The, the Ravens are trying to run Lamar less, but okay. It doesn't have to be a read See, option, but me, in your arsenal, like two, two to three times a game, I, I don't want them to run fourteen no, no, no. read options. I a think,
0: game. I think, but you might have something again. I think the new system in Baltimore seems to be, it seems to be more zone oriented as well from what I've seen, as opposed to what they used sure. to do. Um, but they still have, I mean, they still have Ricard. They could definitely shift it. And, and, and for what it's worth, um, I've seen multiple rumors that are tying him to them more than I think it was. Hang on, I'll find the source here.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look it up. I didn't want my A,
0: A to Z Sports. Um, for one, um has has the Ravens being t- like most closely tied with it. So uh, I think it could happen. I don't think it's as much the read option. I think it's the what did Marshawn Lynch do for Russell Wilson? I think this could, that would be like to help Lamar get out of the pocket more, which. If you're trying to develop in the passer, maybe you actually don't want that. But, you know. But, I mean, he it, was out
1: of the pocket a lot last week, and he looked really good. He was still throwing. It's just the 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 emphasis of. Uh, Did you
0: really think so, though? I didn't, I didn't think he was actually out of the pocket that much last week. It, okay, he, maybe he, not, had, he had huge windows, but that was off the play action game. Maybe not a lot.
1: A lot might be an exaggeration, but he was definitely out of the pocket a bit. Um, probably less than, you know, in years prior. But he wasn't just strictly in the pocket either. it's Uh,
0: just just a weird thing like
1: and it could save him it could save him like uh you know he ran in for a touchdown he didn't get touched last week but uh those unnecessary hits as well like goal line work i mean just just give who who better to give goal line work than derrick henry right
0: i don't know i just like the big thing is i would just like to see henry get traded to a team where he could win a ring you know at at least in a, a legitimate playoff you know situation right so because uh, obviously the clock's ticking on in his career. Unfortunately, maybe another year or two left. Plus, I just think he would look super badass in the Ravens jersey. <laughs> I mean, that's really the biggest thing that I think about. No, I just
1: thought about it right now. <laughs> I, know
0: you're, I know you're making fun of me, but I don't care. <laughs> I, li- I like the I like the uniforms. I, I root for the team with the best uniforms. <laughs> Who does have the best? I
1: mean, honestly, I like the in Eagles. The, in course, the NFL. Too. Well, the Kelly Greens are yeah, it's unmatched. Pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, the yeah. Houston Oilers throwbacks that Nashville uh, Nashville's actually about to or Nashville. <laughs> Tennessee Titans are yeah, about yeah, yeah. to uh, to wear. Those are those are pretty nice too. Right. I do like the the Patriots throwbacks, the the red ones. Those ones are nice. There's a lot of good throwbacks. We just need more throwbacks in the NFL.
0: Not a huge fan of the uh, like the Packers throwbacks though. That's all oh, the that's bumblebees. A, yeah, the
1: bumblebees. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do those in it's Madden like, all so, the time.
0: Yeah, it's so bad, it's good. I guess yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. Um, so more running back talk. Believe it or not. Um, so Dalvin Cook is frustrated. Uh, say, kind of saying like, you know, he's he's in trade rumors, and he's like, ah, it might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. Um, but his usage continues to drop off he's actually obviously it's uh it's Brees hall's team or Brees hall's backfield right now but he's actually been uh um, no you, you got it
1: right it's it's Brees hall's team at least offensively
0: yeah that too right um yeah it's, it's it's his offense anyway um until they have have somebody that can throw the ball to uh aaron's aaron's about to start walking true true well he's already walking but he's about to walk in a shoe yeah um So this game is, this is actually an important game though, because like they need to, they need to tread water until if and when he gets back. Right. So anyway, back to Dalvin cook though, like that's a, that's a fast drop. It's weird because it's also, um, uh, Nicole Hardman. It's like, it's two guys that they brought in and like, what was the plan? You know what well, I mean? Well, the plan was Aaron
1: Rodgers. That's what the plan. I mean, was.
0: I mean, fine, but like, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Harbin twenty-eight snaps though in in six games. I think with the and Jets, when they traded him,
1: and that's with Corey Davis retiring. By the way, yeah, right Corey Davis retired.
0: Started. Yeah, so, um, yeah, good point. Um, so anyway, so it's just like it's weird how the plan got so derailed, and I understand. Yeah, you know, you go Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, things change. Sure um but some things you would think stay the same and so anyway uh these last few weeks Michael Carter's actually got more snaps than Dalvin Cook who signed a one year 7 million dollar deal uh it was uh so 3 weeks ago it was 18 to 15 then it was 20 to 11 and then 13 to 9 um nine snaps for Dalvin Cook uh uh guy are paying 7 oh, two, million dollars to right? yeah and so sorry so 2 weeks ago because they were on the buy uh, last week but um, yeah, he's got 39 carries, 109 yards. It's a 2.8 average per carry. And the play side, really, because they are with Zach Wilson now, the place that I thought he'd be able to help them more is the passing game. He's like a 50, 50 catches a year kind of guy. He's got nine catches, 46 yards.
1: Yeah, so does Michael Carter, who is kind of a pass catching back, too. He only has nine catches, 44
0: yards. You it's would kinda- think... Wilson would be more, you know, check down Charlie a little bit. And um, I don't know is it with them, it hasn't proven to be the case. Um, I didn't check Hall's receiving stats, but he's whatever. He's the man now. Um, and I guess they kind of brought in Cook to be a, to be an insurance policy. But it was like, what what else could you have done with that $7 million? Maybe brought in another lineman, I didn't, you know? Yeah. I mean, veteran uh, running backs,
1: I mean, we talked about the running back market, you know, ad nauseum earlier in the preseason. Uh, you got Dalvin cook, not doing much in New York and then Zeke, not really doing too much. I mean, nobody's really doing anything in the Patriots offense, but, um, I wonder if the veteran running back market's going to be even, uh, worse in, in years to come with these results,
0: you know, on paper this year. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a good point. It's kind of a bummer. Um, I don't know. Cause like on the other hand, like somebody like Saquon has been, has proven to be really valuable in New York. You know like the time that he was out um i don't know and, yeah, you know, obviously, and, zeke, and obviously i'd love to see derrick henry do well if he yeah does i think derrick
1: Henry's going to go a long way and and how that all plays out because zeke obviously passed his prime nobody's everyone knows that uh dalvin cook same thing i mean there's a reason minnesota got rid of him everyone was you know myself included being like oh huh, that seems kind of weird but if if a team is releasing you the writing's kind of on the wall for the most part teams can make mistakes but you know if they're if they're like we're gonna go with alexander
0: madison over you oh it's just such a position where we're uh where it's not even like like there's a little bit of scheme fit but it's just such a talent um driven position that you can kind of it's the easiest probably to see if, if a guy's already lost it or not yeah you know um yeah, it relies heavily on explosiveness and cuts. And uh, yeah, it's it's really it's yeah, acceleration, it's, it's vision, will you know, willingness to willingness to just stick your head in there and get three yards. Sometimes all those things, right? So, um, yeah, I you know what? It, now that you bring that up, though, like the, the veteran running back market, I hope that they'll come. Well, the the next CBA is not till like two thousand thirty, I think, and. I wonder if they'll do something for running backs at that point. Of course, we might be talking about flag football by then. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I wonder if they'll do something for running backs where running backs that get drafted are, you know, it's only on a two-year deal or something like that. That way they can get – or or maybe running backs past the first round because Cause, first-round running backs still get paid well. Yeah. Um, but we maybe, maybe, you know, maybe second round and on – make it a, make it it's just a two-year rookie deal and then and then you're on the open yeah market. i think
1: we were both kind of on that bandwagon uh earlier in the in the preseason when all this was going down uh they deserve to get paid uh and they deserve to renegotiate earlier because they make an impact sooner than most positions it presents a
0: problem though because then, what if there's like a hybrid wide receiver, exactly, right? a Debo like Samuel,
1: a, like a like a um, Jimmy Graham tight end, wide receiver?
0: Yeah, yeah, but but in this like so like Debo yeah. is probably the example, right? Like so, how do you enforce that? You know where he, where he was? And, well, yeah, he was mostly a wide receiver. So what are you going to do? Like take a draft pick away from him if they? If they use him in a, in the slot more often than they do in the backfield, right? So there's like there's I don't know there's a lot of different questions that have to be answered there, but it's like they got to do something for running backs because these guys these guys have to make their money fast. Yeah. So I don't and, know, like
1: yeah, their their NFL career is even shorter than the average four years of any NFL career. You know, I yeah, think their career is like two point three for the average running back. exactly,
0: and even and even the best are you know seven very, eight year guys. Yeah, the, the, yeah there are no there are no twelve year running backs anymore there's not the, the frank gore like the he's not out there anymore so um anyway uh Jaguars and Steelers this is a couple of teams that we I, I, I think I believe in the Jaguars a little bit more but it but if you look at it like these aren't two teams that I even necessarily am sold on making the playoffs but we got five and two Jacksonville at four and two pittsburgh yeah i'm
1: I'm I'm not sold on on the Steelers. Uh I think I'm a little higher on Mike Tomlin than you are these days. I still think he he's a good coach. Uh but that offense just does zero for me whatsoever. Uh put that against any competent team, any any team that's going to make the playoffs and I'll take that team over them. With that said, I'll probably take the Jaguars in this game. Um their offense has shown some stuff. I know uh people were on them early about uh the play calling it was it was it Peterson or was it not uh it it is Peterson now and it probably was the entire time but regardless uh they've put up almost 20 points in almost every game uh Trevor Lawrence is starting to look more like uh the guy that people expected him uh this offseason um I think it's it's probably Jaguars in this game but I'm I'm not really sold on either of these teams I think these are teams that can sneak into the playoffs and maybe get to the wild card round and then probably lose.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you know, with a win, you know, Jaguars get to six and two. It's like, man, they're, they're yeah. really, they're right really there, on yeah. their way. And then, you know, we're talking about them, you know, clinching the division pretty soon down the road and, you know, and running away with that thing. So um, Lawrence has taken better care of the ball. And so that's a, that's a big part of it, right? For sure. uh, he did have two fumbles again, you know, fumbles lost against the bills, but they still pulled it out. Uh, but only three interceptions this year, uh, not not a huge uh, yardage total. But they, you know they're they're tough on defense, and I I don't know. I, I, yeah, I definitely Josh believe Allen, in the, the other Josh Allen, the other Josh, Josh really Allen. He's yeah, really good. Yeah, which yeah, I don't even want to call him the other Josh Allen. I think but he's
1: tied for second in sacks in the league, just really disrupting the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and then Trayvon Walker across from him who yeah. hasn't been has you know hasn't been as good as Aiden Hutchinson, but that mean doesn't mean he hasn't been good. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. That's, that's just an interesting game, and it's actually one of the, you know, best versus best matches this week because it's just a lot of uh, bad records versus good records this week. So yeah. Jaguars and Steelers had to talk about it. Um, I don't know what's what's Calvin Ridley done this year. Like I mean, he's we were... been
1: very inconsistent. He started off really hot. Uh, he had one catch last game. Hasn't been targeted a, a ton. Mm. Uh, it's been it's been a really rocky year.
0: I mean, we were we were really high on him coming I into was, this. Series, I, yeah, so no, high, I, I was really, with you. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I he started out really odd. I think he had over a hundred yards in the in week one. If it wasn't week one, it was week two, and the targets just haven't been there in recent weeks for whatever reason.
0: Mm. And they'll probably get a uh, heavy dose of Jerry Porter, Joey Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, this week. But I mean, he's 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 still you know he's still Lawrence's best target, even if he hasn't been his top target recently. I, I think Christian Kirk too, but uh,
1: yeah, Christian Kirk, you know, going to operate in the slot. So I think you're just putting the slot corner on him, regardless.
0: I mean, Lawrence has been battling a, a injury too, so that's that's kind of that factors into it as well. But you know, again, run the damn ball. Uh, so another one, you know, just teams that you, I think we're kind of forgetting about, and you wouldn't be surprised if neither of these teams missed the playoffs. But they're four and two right now. Browns, Browns at Seahawks.
1: I don't think the Browns are missing the playoffs. I think that defense is so good. I'm, I mean, well, yeah, but if they don't
0: figure out if, if the quarterback situation doesn't figure itself out, then it could be a, a great defense that gets wasted. It's kind of, it, you know, it very I mean?
1: well could be, especially with Deshaun Watson just deciding he doesn't want to play football anymore. It seems like uh, he was cleared to play last week. He was cleared to come back into the game oh, last I, week.
0: And he he takes exception to that. I think what if I can't remember his exact words. I think he said it's it's bullshit that people are saying he doesn't want to play. And but uh,
1: yeah, I'm sure he does. But uh, and I know there was a report <laughs> talk about a
0: guy everybody wants to root against. Yeah. Yeah. right now
1: yeah there's a reporter that um basically was just uh just a pr machine is brown's beat reporter a couple of weeks ago i heard it was like remember he played with a torn achilles at Clemson. like like honestly like that's that's great like toughness like not a lot of people can do that philip rivers did it with the chargers i think at the afc championship game um not doubting that but
0: i do I think he still has that?
1: I don't think he does have that. I think he,
0: you know, when, you know and I I'm not saying this as a defense of him at all, but it's I think it's a lot easier to play through pain when you think people might actually love you for it. Like he I don't think he's ever going to win anybody over again. And, and
1: you know, like you couple that with the fact, that, oh yeah, I already have 233 million dollars in my bank account. I think uh both of those play a factor in in isn't how it a, you operate, isn't it more? I thought it, I
0: thought it was two fifty plus. I, thought, I think
1: it was, I thought it was like two thirty three guaranteed. Whatever it I'll, was, I'll guarantee it's, right? it's over. It's over two hundred. Yeah,
0: even though like the, the, there was talk about the Browns might be able to get out of it um, because you know what was it? for uh, for getting suspended for it, uh, I forget what it was. I, 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 I think, think it was because he had an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, <laughs> and like so there was like debate out there. Like, could the Browns use this to actually you know? Basically, fire him for cause or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because he was. And like, that's where him. the Browns are right now. That says a lot. Yeah, and uh, and PJ Walker. Uh, talk about a freak. Like, I mean, Miles Garrett is the defense oh version of Derrick Henry. Like that guy deserves a Super Bowl run. Blocked field goal. Dude, he tried to murder forced, a quarterback with his own helmet. I mean, like, forced fumble, two sacks, two tackles
1: for loss. Just, I think uh, a pass breakup, maybe two pass breaks up, pass breakups last week. Just. defensive player of the year
0: candidate right now for sure i mean it's like him and him and tj watt right tj Watt. i mean like i mean jalen carter might be in the conversation at the moment um yeah yeah i would go i would go tj did did, uh did fred warner get hurt this week or uh because i mean that's a guy that i would have in the conversation i think he did
1: yeah i'm not sure i'm not 100% sure i saw a clip where he got hurt i don't know if he returned to action or not
0: yeah um but anyway, so, yeah, uh, you know, also uh, Seahawks. I mean, talk about another freak, uh, DK Metcalf, right? Um, kind of the book's still out on him. But, you know, like, I don't know. So, also, the Browns could be 2-4 and four very easily. You know, they uh, they were kind of helped out by the refs twice. They were handed a
1: victory last week. That's for damn
0: sure. They just pretty much handed the victory last week. And uh, I didn't really like the way that things played out you know, against the 49ers either, like the, the, the 49ers were terrible. So they, they put themselves in that spot, but you know, just for that, for it to happen on that, uh, defenseless receiver penalty and, you know, and then, yeah. And they get by on a missed field goal and, you know, I don't know, but you know, like keeping your head above water until maybe Deshaun Watson does actually find it. I don't think he will. I think you, when you're out of football that long, it's just, you can't, you know what I mean? But, um, I don't know. I, I can't I, get I, the clip
1: of Deshaun Watson. It was preseason. It was a practice. Throwing at three defenders. There wasn't a receiver nearby. And it was the worst pass I've ever seen. And it, it went around Twitter. It went around the internet. It was just like, this is your guy at Browns. You know, like that kind of thing. And everyone was like, oh, it's preseason. Blah, blah, blah. Like one play. Like long practice. And I was just like... Well, I
0: mean I kind of agree with No, that,
1: I, I agree with them too, but I was in the back of my mind I was like this that was one of the worst passes I've ever seen. And I played high school football in New Hampshire, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I uh I mean I, I yeah, I don't I don't put too much stock in uh preseason, but this was this was game action, though? Like no, it was a practice, I think. Like, ah, yeah, got out. I don't know. I don't, I don't put too much on it if it's in practice. I don't in, until I see
1: your body work after, and then I go back to it, and I'm like, oh, maybe maybe you were telling me something there.
0: Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, saw, I saw one uh, meme out there or whatever that was like, I would take, it was basically like, I can't believe how many quarterbacks right now in the NFL that you would take Caleb Williams over. But Deshaun Watson and Dak were both on that list and I thought that was like I thought that was a little excessive. There was actually there were actually like five on the list that I was like, no. Dak no. Deshaun
1: Watson. mm, I might. I uh, might take Caleb Williams over him right now. I mean, to to start day one, I I, I I might. That's how low I am on Deshaun Watson. I mean, know that's crazy. To, crazy I, I'm pretty to low say. on
0: Deshaun Watson as a person, but I think he still can win games. It's just, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but going back to that, you know, the Browns should be two and four. The <laughs> so, uh, Jim Irsey had something to say about that. Colts owner. Uh, so the quote, so he said, uh, the NFL admits and understands that that they did not make the correct calls at the end of Sunday's Colts-Browns game. He says calls. Did they, what, did they acknowledge that the illegal contact was bullshit too? Or I hope so. Um, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's, only, I'm pretty sure they only acknowledge the pass interference. Um, I believe we need to institute instant replay for all calls, including penalties in the last two minutes of all games. I'm uh I'm out on this. I like we can't. It's too much. Like no thanks, Jim. It's you slow the game down too much already.
1: It's it'll become like the end of NBA games, which are just insufferable to watch. And that's right, coming from it's, it's, it's fan. brutal
0: and it's. I can't remember what game. I think it was um a Commanders and Giants game I watched last last year. I think it was the one that ended with the illegal the illegal uh, formation on McLaurin and all that. Oh yeah, yeah But yeah. on the drive down there, they reviewed inside 2 minutes, they reviewed twice whether the guy got out of bounds or not to stop the clock. And the, and it didn't even really matter cuz I'm pretty sure the Commanders had two timeouts left. It was like like who cares? It's like can we just play? Right. And it took and it it was like the end of an NBA game and then well, and then just, a penalty and then a no, and then a no call on a, on the receiver getting mugged in the end zone to end the game. Well, <laughs>
1: like, I mean, just take tonight, for example. It's a perfect, you know, picture. And we were going to record and then we're like, oh, we'll watch the end of this game. And you said out loud, there was two minutes and 12 seconds left. And you're like, ah, well, it, you know, it probably will take 15, 20 minutes. And it damn near did. Yeah. And it's it wasn't even a close. It, it was somewhat. I mean, well, I guess it was close because Baker had the, you know, Hail Mary to win at the end. But it's just like. It wasn't necessarily like a high drama game.
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't It wasn't the bucks down at the goal line. And, right, and, and, yeah. and,
1: and even though that's the case, the last two minutes did take probably 12 to 14 minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's just too much. So, no, Jim, I'm sorry. What you should do, and something that you can do something about as an owner, is why don't you just make officials full-time? And why don't you just fucking pay these guys? Not that they're getting paid poorly, but I don't know. Take care of your people. Like, can we... And, I, and I've, I've already proposed this, but, you know, more officials, want, you know, whether they're in the booth or something like that, I don't know, but watch, have a set of eyes on every offensive player for all I care. I don't, whatever. I'm all for uh, the chip and the football
1: having that be, because yes. uh, we talked you, about, we talked we, about we, we, li- the end of that man, game. Yeah. The end just, of that
0: game. We saw two spots. Where we were like, that was, was a shitty spot.
1: There was a uh, Baker threw it on a, on an out. It was a nine yard completion and. The he handed the ball to the ref and the ref was literally two yards away and just put the ball down. It was, I mean, two yards is two yards, but that one,
0: that one was fairly mild, but the one where the bills, uh, wait, what am I? Yeah. Yeah. The, the bills got a bad spot on that third fourth, down run Yeah, third third to and make it, it ended up being like fourth and a full one when we were like, I'm pretty sure it would have been fourth and like an inch
1: fourth and some, like, fourth and a yard and probably some change, probably closer to fourth and one and a half. And yeah, it was, it should have been like half a yard at most. It looked like he got a lot closer. Um, and those things, you know, it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but one yard is a big difference. Of course it is. I mean,
0: well, especially in, you know, in a fourth and fourth down scenario. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like we were wondering, like, oh my God, are the Bills really going to go for this and all that? Like, well, I mean, if it had been fourth and inches, they really might have, right? Yeah. So, and e- I mean, Eagles fan over here, you know,
1: fourth and two
0: you might not go for it. fourth and one you're going for it every time now exactly so and uh and probably not next year but um i don't know but that would that would have made you know if there had been like a review or two in that one it it would just it, like what reason do i even have to continue watching this game we, we, you know in one where we pretty much knew how it was going to end anyway right. i mean a hail marys you know it doesn't work very often right so uh, I don't know. I think I think they should pay him. I, I I like your chip idea. Put the chip in the football. We have the technology. Start going to drones. Go to the go to New York more often with the and get the review over with quicker. All of these things. But and you
1: expedite the review like they do in college a lot. Be like, no, actually, we got that call wrong. Yeah.
0: Cool. Absolutely. Sweet. Thank you. Um. So anyway. Uh. But moving on. We so. The other big game, even though the Bengals don't have their three and three, but this is obviously a huge game for both teams. And so, you know, generating a lot of drama is Bengals at 49ers. Uh, I don't know what this 49ers team is anymore. I mean, yeah, so no Trent Williams last week, no Devo. Um, and, you know, obviously Trent Williams is very important to this team, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, I can you, can you do some things without him? You should be able to. And the defense should still be able to win you some games. And the defense actually kind of blew the game for them. Um, they had they had their moments. Um, I mean, just getting off the field towards the end of that game was was a big moment. Um, but I mean, giving up that touchdown at the end of the half is is brutal, right? Yeah, it can't happen. Just yeah, it taken away from him. And so that being said, so the, like the 49ers, you know, to lose three in a row, yeah, they you know they still be in okay shape, still in position to win the division and everything like that at five and three, but Lose three in a row, you start, you know, now you start to worry, and, and and now you got people calling you frauds if you lose three in a row. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, th- I think I think it's already out there because the two, it's, I mean, you lost to the Browns and the Vikings. I mean, Browns have a really good defense, like they, we just said. True, but true, but but then losing to the Vikings is yeah. just like, <laughs> I
1: mean, you lost to Kirk Cousins in prime time. Yikes!
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, was that I Cousins up, like second or
1: third win in prime time? I, yeah, it's his third win. I heard a stat. The other two, guess who they came against?
0: Uh, Oh uh, Chicago Bears. Ah, uh, so. okay. Yeah. Well, that that checks out. Um so anyway, but also with that all being said, 49 ers uh excuse me, Bengals are three and three, coming off the bye. Uh you know, and they need a win to keep pace. I mean, yeah, right now they're behind the Steelers and, and the Browns and, and the Ravens. I mean, they're like we we've been saying this Got is their yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've been saying this is their division, right? And uh I mean, I still believe in Burrow. I don't believe in Zach Taylor, though. So I I don't know what to think if if they can keep if they if he can get the ball to Jamar Chase like that every week. I think Burrow is then... going to. I think this is going to be Burrow's.
1: Hey, I'm back, game. I think uh, a week off to heal. Uh, I don't think he's going to be 100, percent but I think he'll be he'll be better. And I think uh, I mean, obviously he destroyed the Cardinals, but it's the Cardinals. Come on. Um, I think he's going to put up some good numbers against this Niners defense. I don't know who's going to win, but I think people are going to be like, "Okay, Joe Burrow's back. The Bengals are legit." We, even even if it's a close loss, I think that's that's going to be the narrative coming off of this game.
0: Um, yeah, and I, I I don't know. I guess I could see it being a close loss. the The Bengals defense was uh was great against against the Seahawks. I mean, that like they they won that game for him two weeks ago. Um. But they're, but they're not that great against the run, so it's like and with so so Brock Purdy's in concussion protocol. We're so we're looking at Sam Darnold, which we haven't seen Sam Darnold under Shanahan. I don't I don't know how much the Shanahan bump is really worth. It's like, I think we're literally literally a couple weeks ago we were like like yeah maybe it is worth something like but now I'm back to. I want the 49ers to have a two-possession lead at the end of the game. Otherwise, I don't trust him.
1: I think if Sam Darnold goes out and say, let's just throw a stat line out there, right? 22 of 27, 296, two touchdowns. Put Kyle Shanahan in the NFL Hall of Fame. Just bring him (laughs) right to Canton.
0: 22 of 27, huh? Yeah.
1: That's that's what I
0: think of Sam Darnold. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, fair, but he he needs to be able to he needs to remember who they are and they need to get back to running the ball. And I I don't know are they expecting Trent Williams back this week? I'm not sure. Um they need to get back to running the ball. They need to remember who they are and make things easier on the quarterback. That's how they've had success. So don't try to make your quarterback into something that he's not, especially when his name is Sam Darnold. Um I have a little bit more faith in Purdy. Um Seems like like Purdy actually seemed to play an okay game until he until he got hit and like maybe he was messed up from the concussion. I I don't know. I mean he's not a huge guy, um. So I don't know. I also wonder they've been very inconsistent with targeting Kittle, and yeah, a, they need to just
1: get George Kittle involved. I don't know what the hell they're doing there.
0: Yeah, and, and and I don't know if it's Kittle. I don't like. I don't know. Maybe he's not separating anymore. I mean, like again, the his style of play, you know, like. It's not – it doesn't really lend itself to longevity, you know. So, like, I don't know if Kittle's slowing down too. That That's one of those things we'd have to go to the film on. But just, you know, but the the, the numbers on it, the three – so last week, yeah, he was targeted seven times, five catches, 78 yards against the Vikings. Yeah, with no um, Debo again, obviously. Uh, so you would think he'd be an even bigger part of the offense to a certain degree, right? Um but yeah, the three weeks prior, seven combined targets, seven combined targets in three weeks. And of course there was the four targets, three touchdowns against the Cowboys. And then everybody was, you know, they basically weren't playing by the, you know, by mid third quarter cause they were up so big, but it's been very inconsistent to say the least. And so one target in one of those games, two targets in another one of those games is like, let's get Kittle involved a little bit more. And, um, because there's like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And and, and, you know, they're, I don't think they're overly doing, you know, they're overly scheming for Kittle to take him away. And there's a lot of weapons in that offense, especially when they're at Yeah, I mean, Ayuk has proven that he can be, like, a number one wide receiver. Right. He is very, very good. Uh, yeah, Ayuk is, at the very least, a good 1B, you know, and then you got, and obviously you got Debo when he's back. McCaffrey is, like, a wide receiver in, in his own right when he's not, in you know, in the backfield, so... Plenty of weapons there, and so it's it seems strange that Kittle hasn't you know it, it's not a matter of like too many mouths to feed because these last couple of weeks that hasn't been the case, and and still not a ton of Kittle, right? So, um, anyway, uh, so those are our games. That's all, yeah. I mean, Bengals and 49ers that, that sounds like a great Sunday night game, but it's not. Um, and primetime sucks this week. Uh, Bears at Chargers, like I, I kind of I was trying to come up with. The the storyline. I guess it's the revenge game for Khalil Mack, and he's gonna go murder the Bears quarterback, that whose name I can't even remember uh,
1: right now. T- t- not uh, not tagent. It's uh, t- some, something along those lines. Division two quarterback. Divi- Division the, two undrafted free agent won yeah. the
0: Division two Heisman, which is called something else. And now that everybody has uh, a week of film on him, um, I could see the Chargers just winning by a million in this one. Although. Um, Pretty much the worst fan base, maybe other than the Chargers. Tyson uh, Bajent. Bajent. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, so that's the Sunday night game. And then uh Raiders at Lions is Monday night. I don't I got nothing. Like I let's um Raiders at Lions. Detroit. Okay, cool. Detroit gets a Monday night game. Sweet. Um hopefully they have traded for Derek Henry by then. I <laughs> No, <laughs> no. That I, want just... that. I want the Ravens. I really, really want the Ravens. Dude, the the Lions will use utilize no, they, him much better. Like, but then they're splitting.
1: Scheme. But they're splitting between David Montgomery and Derrick Henry. You're not getting the full Derrick Henry experience in that in that instance because then you still have Jameer Gibbs.
0: Yeah, but again, he's more your like scat back type. But uh, no,
1: yeah, he is. But do you still have
0: to? Th- there's still how much longer is that, that have to be split up between David Montgomery and how much longer is Montgomery out? Because that's another reason that I said it—that I said that it might be Henry. Yeah, uh, if he's out long term, I don't think it's a long term thing, though. I don't know. The I'm telling you, you want you want Henry in a power running game, and then and a team that utilizes play action really well, which the Lions do, and that's still sidelined. Didn't practice today, so, so it hey seems man, like it's a. It seems like it's more of a day by day than a week by week thing, though. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see, but. You, you also you can't really have too many running backs, and they might have learned that over these last couple of weeks too, because you know Dan Campbell wants to run the ball, but he maybe he didn't feel like he had the personnel.
1: Yeah, I guess the lines have. I just looked it up. Lines have their bye next week too, so they're probably just going to play cautious. Uh, ribs, I feel like, can be easily uh, aggravated in, in in an NFL game. So. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: it's not really something that goes away. Uh, easily. Can't really protect either. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Come on, Dan Campbell and uh, whoever the GM is in Detroit, make it happen, Derek Henry, please. All right. Um, so yeah, primetime sucks, and that's that's really the NFL talk for this week. Uh, going on to college, uh, do we have a uh, potential Heisman moment for Bo Nix at Oregon. Uh, so number eight, Oregon at thirteen, Utah, uh, easily the biggest game on the college slate this week. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, kind of like the the NFL. Not a, not a whole lot, but this this should, this will be a good game. Uh, Bo Nix, fun fact for you, Tori. I know you like trivia. Uh, 54th start last week became um, to guess how many others have done that in, the, in NCAA history? Quarterbacks to start 54 <laughs> games in their career. Uh,
0: pretty sure Peyton Manning did. Okay. Who else? Mm. Wow. Uh, no, that's a tough one. I, I uh, For some reason, I remember Peyton Manning having a ton of starts in, in college. Well, but, uh, we can't. Hold this against you because uh, the
1: list actually is Bo Nix and Bo Nix alone. He's the only quarter. He broke a record last week by starting really? his 54th game at quarterback. Sam Hartman started 53, so he'll, he'll get to 54 uh, this next game. But, yeah, he's he started the most college games at quarterback ever. So, uh, wow. having a veteran presence. I, so wait, so
0: those two. Okay. Is that? I guess that's partially because of the, uh, the COVID year the the COVID year, the, well, also the the schedule is a game longer for you know better teams, but yeah, that's pretty impressive. That the thing is, is that generally translates to success in the NFL too. So, um, just I love Brock Purdy, yeah, uh, yeah, more game experience, right? Um, uh, maybe not always, but, yeah, but, I don't, but I don't
1: know if Sam Hartman's going to be leading an NFL franchise next year. You but. know, what I mean,
0: like again, gamer though, like I I don't have a ton yeah. Of, because I don't really have a ton of faith in his offensive coaching at Notre Dame either right now, you know what I mean? Like I I don't you know, I love that defense, but the offense at Notre Dame. So anyway, um but yeah, back
1: to this back to this Utah Oregon game. So, uh hand up, I'm just realizing this that Utah has its own Travis Hunter. Uh I wish I knew this sooner. Yeah. Well, uh, well,
0: I mean, it just happened this past week, but that was that was wild. Yeah, yeah. The,
1: the USC USC Utah. I mean, uh this guy's name uh Sione Vaki
0: I believe is is yeah. how you pronounce the, the announcer said Sione but who knows if he was saying it right. right Sione yeah.
1: Vaki yeah uh yeah I mean 35 tackles starting safety tied tied for the Utah lead in, in tackles on, on a good defense right like we can we can both agree it's a very good defense
0: yeah well I mean they're overcoming uh being what is it oh i sorry it's right there uh yeah 96 the other the offense is 96th in scoring and 98th in total offense in the country and so yeah this Vaki guy like so they they injected him into the offense last week though i i obviously it's impressive he's playing both ways um but i think we should also throw the disclaimer on it that it was against the usc defense right very he, true he's not going to do that against oregon probably not but still worth saying
1: five catches 149 yards Nine carries, sixty-eight yards, while starting at safety, so, over two hundred y- all-purpose yards on offense while starting
0: at safety. yeah. That, that that's a good day. That's a good day on offense, it, like just for a receiver or a, or an offensive weapon. But no, he was also the starting safety. So something about those Pac- against Caleb Williams, no less. Yeah,
1: something about those Pac-12 guys just want to play both sides of the ball, just want to impact it however they can. I respect
0: uh, the hell out of it. By the way, he's uh, apparently true sophomore, so he's not even coming out in this year's nope, draft. He's got another um, year,
1: and Utah's like. Hey, act, maybe they, maybe they'll go back, but um, they're like, Hey, you put up over 200 yards of offense. How about you play more offense? They might, they might take him off safety or, or limit limited snaps
0: defensively
1: to yeah. more implement them offensively.
0: Yeah. The the, po- the post game interview against USC was funny because he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, they were, that position group was really welcoming and everything. it's like, well, yeah, man, when you put up 200 yards of, of offense, like they're going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah there's, it's going to be a good day, you know, there's, it's going to be. Smile is all around. Okay, if he does put up numbers like this against Oregon, does he actually get into your uh, your Heisman talk? I mean, he I, had. A, I mean, he had an interception against Florida. He had a sack against. Um, I'd have to go back and watch some tape on the
1: earlier stuff. I know he was, you know, mainly. Mainly uh, defense at that point. But if he does this, if he plays like this the rest of the year, yeah, or or anything comparable, he's got to be in the conversation. He's got to be in the conversation. I mean, Jordan Travis or or Jordan Travis Travis Hunter, excuse me. Travis Hunter was I I said it on this. He was my Week One Heisman. He was. I mean, the the performance he put up Week One. If he did anything sort of resembling that the rest of the season, he'd probably still be one or two on my Heisman list. Obviously got hurt. Obviously Colorado hasn't been what they were at the beginning we'll get into that in a minute but yeah no i mean if he continues that 100 he deserves some uh some recognition and some serious consideration
0: um and uh so speaking of colorado so um you know we we're not off the bandwagon and you know so they uh you know it's been a rough few weeks, right? Were they were they, were they off last week? Is that yeah? They had yeah, a bye after so, that debacle in, uh, against Stanford. Yeah, which which that that's exactly what it was. And I and I kind of I said you know I said this at the beginning of the season when it was you know it was a lot of fun. They you know they were winning games they weren't supposed to win. It was them against the world and everything like that. And then I think there's a little bit of you know maybe they started buying their own hype to a certain degree. The anger, the the underdog mentality went away. And now they've been exposed in many ways, um, including what we thought was a strength of the team in their secondary, we thought would be a strength of the team. We, it was really just the, the lines where they were going to have you know issues, right? Right. Um, but there are obviously ways to scheme around that to a certain degree. You can't ever totally get around it, but there's ways to scheme around it. But now, I mean, that's secondary. It looked rough against Stanford. Yeah, that second half was. uh That's that's one where
1: you burn the tape, right?
0: You don't even. I mean, maybe I don't know, I, or either that, or 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 Dion makes them watch it. You know, a every day times for the, during for, the bye for, week. For I mean, a, that's... yeah, exactly. I, um, I don't know, but like I did, but a lot of the motivation and a lot of why it was so fun and why it was like you, we were getting behind this team is because he was like because he was able to motivate them and make it make it us against the world every week and turn it into, you know, every week was a perceived slight. And then, and then they went up against a team that had a, a ton of talent and felt like they'd been slighted in, in Oregon. And it like, and it feels like a lot of things turned around. So that being said, I'm not off the bandwagon. It's just like, but D, even Dion himself has, has admitted he's still learning lessons as a coach and that, and that big time college football is new to him. I think he understands what he needs to do. I think, he knows he's got to get into the transfer portal and get some offensive linemen and some defensive linemen to transform that roster and even he's, more.
1: He's just continuing to beg his kids to stay for another year. And,
0: and, you know, and he, and he probably needs that as well. Cause I like who the hell even knows what he's got a backup quarterback right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but again,
1: transfer portal, he could have, uh, who, I think he could have the pick of the litter, uh, if, if his son decided to I mean
0: that's the the thing right it really it depends on how the rest of the season goes you know like are you know do they need six seven wins in a bowl game to you know to succeed in the transfer portal to show that like okay Colorado
1: football is back because you're saying it it would be a downward trajectory after their hot start being you know the yeah kind of the conversation would be like oh yeah it was it was cool for the first couple weeks and then uh once they started playing some real teams, see what happened. Like do you want to go do that? People that are recruiting against Dion would have that feather in their cap essentially. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I just think that, you know, hopefully I think, you know, Dion as a coach and and the leader of that program has also learned the lesson that like anger isn't a good motivator. It, it doesn't last. It's like you, you want the slow burning candle versus the stick of dynamite. And they were a stick of dynamite for the first few years. So I I actually when I was you know, in my personal training days, which was for a very short time, but I would always say this is like like a breakup or something like that. That's not good motivation to get your ass in the gym because it's not going to it's only going to work for a couple of weeks. And then you're just going to fall back into old, old habits. You have to like want sustained change. You know what I mean? That's what it, that's what it reminds me of. It's like 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 you're you're not going to you're not going to want to be not fat because she left you for, you know, another guy or something like that three weeks from now, you'll be over it. You know what I mean? Right. Like be back on the couch. You'll be, you'll be back on the couch and eating Cheetos and playing video games and do whatever it is the fuck you do. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to, you have to like, you, you gotta do a lifestyle change. You know what I mean? So like he has to find sustained motivation you know does that make sense yeah so, it does it does and um and and so you know and i did question that at the time it was like, like like they can't they can't do this forever and you're right it is a lot easier when the world is against you
1: at the beginning and then when everyone's starting to buy in it's just like where's that motivation coming from
0: right, right. A good point yeah, yeah exactly so um and you know, and his team's going to look totally different next year. I, I think we both know that too. So, it, you know, the transfer portal rules are are a little different now, but it's still going to be a thing. And like I said, it's something that we're going to look at. Like, yeah, there's the recruiting class, and there's also the transfer portal class, right? Yeah. So
1: And then there's a, uh, you know, there's another big name coach on the other sideline in this game, Chip Kelly. I know you're not too uh, very fond of him from from your <laughs> Eagle days, but yeah. he's got a little bit of a uh, quarterback controversy on his hands right now. You started a uh, true freshman, I believe, uh, Dante Moore, but he got hurt a couple weeks ago. So uh, UCLA actually just played Stanford as well, and they, they went with junior Ethan uh, Garbers? Garbers? Garbers. Ethan Garbers, thank you. Uh, he drew the start last week, went 20-28 for 240 and two touchdowns. Uh, he also had 51 yards on eight carries on the ground. So he played well. Uh, Moore? Season completion percentage, just over fifty. Fifty one point seven. Not not very good. I think October, I I believe, uh forty eight point eight.
0: So that re- doesn't man regressing. That doesn't uh, sound like a Chip Kelly. Like he's like all about like efficiency and yeah, like- exactly. Exactly. So I don't know how you don't go uh
1: with garbers at this point, but uh Chip Kelly's keeping it close to the chest as as most college coaches do. Uh they asked him about it and he said uh, when we get to the end of the week, we will sit down as a staff and we'll go through it. Uh, and then we'll go with two quarterbacks on Saturday for, for somebody yes. that hasn't watched a ton of UCLA football. Uh, I think the, the choice is clear. <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't know. Chip Kelly's seeing him day in and day out. I, I haven't watched much of, if any UCLA football this well this fall, I, will, so. I will
0: say this, the Dante Moore kid played Utah and Garbers did that against Stanford. Stanford. So, I, I mean... It's it's one game, and again, once you have film on a guy, you know. And, and
1: it was interesting because uh, Moore came in for the final series of that game, so he was healthy enough to play.
0: Clearly, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it seems like more and more in college football, when you have a quarterback controversy, you just end up with a two quarterback situation, and then ride the hot hand. And i i could I could definitely see Chip Kelly doing that. So I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know if he's a believer in the two quarterback system, but again, the transfer portal makes you a believer in the because, like a freshman can transfer out. It's just, you can't transfer two years in a row now, I believe. Right. Correct. correct. So, so he's got a freshman that he needs to keep happy. Uh, eh, I don't know. Should um, find out. again, it's, a, it, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of that mentality to, to play two quarterbacks just so you have, you keep them both in your program. But I think some, some coaches are definitely employing that strategy. So yeah, we'll see if chip Kelly's one of them. Um, so uh i'm going to be totally honest with you i don't know anything about my uh my alma mater or u n l v except that their only losses to Michigan and they look solid um and so they got a big game at fresno state uh they i do I did see the end of their wild win against Vanderbilt uh early on in the season but yeah they're what five and one six and one yeah i mean not um, every
1: not every year you can uh Put a sec win in under your belt if you're UNLV. I mean, that's that's impressive, dude. It's it's not Even every if it year, it is Vanderbilt,
0: dude. UNLV's had some plenty, a few years, especially when I was going to school there, where like their only wins were over FCS schools. So, um, like I think one of the only games I attended was against the Idaho, Idaho State, actually, and uh, and they put up like 70 on them, but it I, was I
1: feel you there because Arizona State right now they haven't won against FBS in like a long, long time. They almost had Washington last week.
0: Obviously, didn't get it done.
1: But I think it's like 15 straight against FBS. They've really, lost. Arizona
0: yeah. State. Yeah. No kidding. It's I bad. didn't know it was that bad. It's bad in Tempe right now. Wow. Um. But yeah, it's just a, even though I say my alma mater, honestly, I had a way better college experience at uh at Framingham State, little D three. I anyway, I played football there. I considered. I considered playing trying to walk on at UNLV. Yeah, you probably would have and made into to the league if you like did. Like uh yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Um if I'd been four inches taller as well. Uh-huh. I needed to use the inversion table more. You know the you know the you know <laughs> do, like yeah, you hang yeah. upside down, yeah. I, I like did a, like a vampire. I did use it a lot uh back then. Cause I but instead I you know, I invested my time in MMA and uh have an 0 one record to show for it, you know. So
1: yay. <laughs> Submission, <laughs> uh decision.
0: Knockout? What are we looking at? Well, I don't know. Like, I'll put uh, technically submission, but uh, or I think technical knockout because the stupid fuck. See, I hate explaining this to people because I sound like a loser saying I got screwed by the ref, but I did. Like anybody that will watch that be like would be like, what the fuck? Because I didn't go to sleep and I didn't tap, so like what, what? How's that a loss? But it is. And then I was supposed to fight like another month later, and that guy backed out of that fight, and then we moved out here like three months later and then my body started falling apart and yeah, Yeah, you sneezed earlier and you said, ouch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I I make, I, I I make no claims that I am an athlete anymore. I'm just saying there was a time. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Now, now I'm old. You've been, you've been a lot
1: more athletic than I ever have, so I can't give you too much shit.
0: No, you know, back in the day, I guess, I mean, you know, oh yeah. When I was doing the MMA out in Vegas, like, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have Corey on sometime, and then he can vouch it because Corey's actually cool and actually a good fighter. Um, way I'm cool. sure he'd give you a lot of way, shit. If way he... way cooler than me, but yeah, but he but you know I think he would tell you the same thing. You know, like yeah, he he took a lot of punishment, which isn't really like in in fighting circles. It's not really that much of a compliment. It's like yeah, he sucks, and so yeah, he blocks punches with his face really well. It's, it, it like, <laughs> but 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 people did say that like like dude he just keeps coming back and like even though he's good No there's into, something to be said for that 100%. There's also something to be said for the fact that I was the heaviest on any given day I was usually the heaviest guy so it's like if I'd been going against guys of their skill level but my weight then I probably would have been unconscious you know fairly often. I wasn't any good. I sucked, whatever. I also just used my wrestling which was decent um yeah. to kind of like so if, like, I was going against a 170-pound striker who was way better than me, I would just take him down and lay on him for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, and that, take that, bitch. That was effective <laughs> as well, yeah. So, uh, anyway. Um, oh, yeah, my rant about UNLV, though, was um, during the uh, the 2016, pre- the, the Hillary and Trump election, whatever, 2016 election season, they had pre- presidential debates there because that's huge status for for a school, I guess, which, by the way, it's just a... Terrible, terrible academic school. Like they, they will, they will not be getting any academic um, donations from me. They still call occasionally, by the way, and uh, I'm not giving them a cent because, yeah, that literally that same year. So I was, I was a kinesiology major, and literally that same year, I was supposed to have a lab where I got to do cool stuff like do hydrostatic weighing, which is basically how you find out. Um, how much body fat somebody has by putting them in a tank because fat weighs more than muscle or or, sorry, takes up more space than muscle. Um, And so by, by doing that, you can determine roughly somebody's body fat percentage. And so there was supposed to be a lab where we get to take the data and we figure it out. And it was like, Oh, this is cool. Hands on. Right. And then we were supposed to do VO two max, which you ever see somebody running on the treadmill with the mask on? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. A, so that basically it's a measure of how efficiently your body is using oxygen, and the more efficiently it uses oxygen, the better shape you're in. And and that mask like measures that, and they're like, no, nope, that shit's broken, so we can't use it. So we're gonna give you all data from like when another class did it. And but- so the reason I tell that is they couldn't fix that shit for us, but they lost like. Somewhere between like eight and ten million dollars on on putting on the presidential elections. How
1: that, do they or uh, debates? How do they lose that much money? Uh,
0: I think you know I'd have to go back and find the Las Vegas Review Journal article or whatever it was, but it was like on security and and I oh, think okay, and right. I, well and I I think you actually have to pay. You probably have to pay the Democratic National Party and and GOP or whatever you know the PACs or something to to bring them there. It's probably it's you know what I mean yeah um especially when you're in under you know a quote unquote underdog school for something like that because nobody considers uh, UNLV a titan of academia so yeah like why don't um, they just go to like UCal Berkeley exactly it's, it, it's Stanford like, right there it was know? like yeah it it was like it must have been a Trump thing because you know I mean they had the Trump hotel there too true um, true I don't know point, if, so point. I don't know if it had something to do with that um. But, yeah, I was pretty pissed when I, found, when I found out about that and, like, all the things that they couldn't give me. It's just not a good school. It's literally the number one uh, major is hospitality. and Makes sense. Uh, like, I'm sorry to all hospitality majors out there. Maybe it's useful for, like, some people, but most of the hospitality majors I met, like, basically it's the whole idea of Las Vegas is keep feeding the bars and strip clubs. Like, that's, that's their economy, and it's like they just want to keep funneling people towards that. Um, so that's my theory. I'm not an economist, but I think that's what's going on in Las Vegas and people are just dumb out there. Holy shit. They are dumb. Um, I mean, I had like, you know, Oh, oh, you're from Vermont. What state's that in? Like, (laughs) to be fair, I got that question in the Marines too, though. So, and I mean, a lot of Marines are pretty dumb too. So fair enough. Um, all right, moving on. Um, oh yeah. So UNLV though, their only loss this year is to Michigan. So we got to talk Michigan, right? Yeah, we do
1: this. This thing is Marines, Michigan. It's it's all Italian. Oh yeah,
0: true. Exactly. Yeah, it all ties in exactly. Um, So um, Stallions, what what, what's his first name again? Connor, I believe. Connor Stallions is the the mastermind behind the Michigan Manifesto and this this whole spy network, uh, spying on teams, stealing their signs ahead of time, which is illegal. Stealing signs in game is not illegal. Nope. You um, can look right across the
1: sideline and be like, "Huh?" Though, He's putting uh, his thumb down, and it's a
0: run play. I wonder if those two things are connected. Uh, yeah, like that's that's a pretty uh, rudimentary understanding of it. I'm sure. I mean, you know, because they're usually throwing up signs with like. You know yeah, a, like, a kitten, a puppy, uh you yeah, know. cookie monster. <laughs> yeah. And uh and probably Donald Trump is the fourth one. Yeah, exactly. Or or colors or you know, other things that you know that football players do. Drake's newest understand. album, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um I'm sure Taylor Swift is on one of those cards. Oh, it's gotta yeah. be, right? So um that is not illegal uh to steal signs in-game. I don't know if it's illegal to use like binoculars to steal the signs. because it's it's kinda like the, the Astros. You can't Hang on, I stopped recording, but I'm just, I, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep talking through this. So I said something about Taylor Swift. What and did I say? I said Taylo-, Taylor Swift was
1: probably on one of those cards.
0: Taylor Swift is probably on one of those cards. And, no, no, <laughs> yeah, my, Wait, my phone. But just- did we say like, did we say a play and then t- play yeah. Taylor Swift?
1: Nope, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> dude i had no idea that's creepy that was, that was really creepy. weird i was like is that your ringtone toy? Uh, yeah. Like, what's going on uh, dude, i was, was like a... looking at you like hey can you,
0: we're recording here bud and it was me i'm sorry so, so unprofessional dude turn your phone on
1: i i guess i laughed at you Jeez. sorry about that i i stopped recording and then Taylor i decided Smith to will like... always get into this podcast <laughs> one way or another no, no, there's Shoulders, no avoiding it should just play right on my phone she is everywhere it was in my pocket too it wasn't even like i
0: was i was on it or anything <laughs> I was, I was actually kind of creeped out. I yeah, because well, I don't know a lot of Taylor Swift songs, so I like to me it sounded like um like I walked into like a Chinese restaurant or something. Because <laughs> it was what, what what was it? It was like it was like not um. It was a guitar. Yeah. yeah. It was a guitar, but it was like that tune, like you know, yeah. Like I, I don't I don't yeah, know I don't know how to describe it, but it it kind of sounded like you walked into the buffet, right? Like yeah, no, I I got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? Before she started singing, I mean. <sighs>
1: What's please that? don't please don't uh come after
0: us taylor swift we didn't mean to do that oh jesus right <laughs> uh, yeah hopefully it wasn't clear enough shit i mean whatever we, we don't even know what the song was i don't know um wow yeah i'm not editing that out uh, anyway we're uh michigan <laughs> <laughs> we had the nice tie-in to okay connor stallions right um <laughs> I don't know what his MOS was in the military, and like, there's a lot of jokes floating out there that he was that he was a spy or something. Um, seems unlikely to me because he wasn't very good at it. Yeah, just like publicly Venmoing people, and
1: you know all these.
0: things. Yeah, so yeah, like it shows him Venmoing uh, a Georgia coach or, or somebody or a Michigan.
1: Michigan. Into- Recruiter,
0: like low. low oh no, low. but 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 in the subject line it yeah. said for Georgia GA. Yeah. So yeah, so the day the, before Georgia, right before Georgia, Ohio State, right. So which would have been their opponent if if they, if they and um, yeah, Ohio I guess State. They, I guess they didn't uh, scout TCU very very well. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> um, uh, and so this is this is also news to me. This is how old I am. I didn't know Venmo was like a a form of social media. That people entertain themselves with. So, Mike, can you tell us? Can you explain this?
1: Yeah, basically, if you're really, really bored, you can just scroll on to Venmo and uh, see all of your friends. And uh, it's one of those things where it ties, like, even if you don't like, aren't friends with somebody on Venmo, like, if you have them in your contacts, as long as their account's public, you'll see their feed. So, uh, it used to be a thing that people would just like make stupid shit up and be like, oh, you
0: know, I'm paying you for for
1: sex services or yeah like, exactly yeah. you know like uh i mean i'm not
0: gonna i'm not gonna pretend i haven't sent funny subject lines when i like because my wife and i just keep se- separate bank accounts because it's just whatever it's just easier that way like we don't sure. we don't need the same bank accounts fine so like i'll send her my or my sister you know like so just send jokes you know what i mean yeah exactly so um so, so yeah, I, pe- I get that part of it um it,
1: but you'll you'll sometimes get like somebody texting you about a Venmo transaction a couple of days later and be like, you need to kind of figure out your life there, bud. Like, don't don't be creeping. Like, you can creep, but don't don't tell me about it.
0: You know. But the thing is, is like if you're leaving, so such as Mr. Stallions at Michigan, like so you're leaving your Venmo account public for people to look at. What for? Like what? Is, like that? I guess that's what I'm asking for the explanation of. Yeah, there's was,
1: probably no good reason, especially in his case. There's
0: a there's a very good reason to set his private. I mean, to be fair, you know, I'm a good 11 years older than you and people 11 years older than me. I think there's some of them that are like, like, so wait a minute. So you just scroll, you know, up and down this, this face space and, 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 and see and, why people are and, sending and
1: you, other people money. Yes, we do.
0: Yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, they look at me. Yeah, I use Facebook sometimes, you know what I mean? Pretty much only for our, our business venture here. Um, oh, I gotcha, I, don't, I, gotcha. I, don't, I don't really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really do it for anything except work anymore. But there was a time, you know, when I engaged in social media nonsense.
1: Yeah, I, I still scroll Twitter yeah. shamelessly.
0: Yeah, well, and again, you for and I pleasure. Could, well, okay. Well, I was gonna say you and I do it for work, but all right. I work. do,
1: I do it for work as well. But I definitely, you know,
0: still. So want for to pleasure, just, because there's nudity allowed on on Twitter, <laughs> is what you're saying? That's, a, that's what you meant, right? No, no, no. Sports, sports, sports. Oh, so Okay. Okay. So, yes, Marine Corps veteran and, um, and, uh, staff, football analyst is what they called him at, yeah, at Michigan. Michigan staffer. At, yeah. At, at Michigan. So, like I said, yeah. So he, he had his Venmo account public. It, it, it shows some fairly damning evidence that, you know, he was making transactions with people that were, at the game, uh, he, they had a uh, what they call him the 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 Seat Geek sniper or the <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um that's what some are calling him yeah uh, th- where you yeah he so- would
1: buy like he bought uh, tickets to both sides of the Ohio State Penn State game by the way both uh, both like so he could see both benches he didn't end up going oh to that yeah game, I, I got you I like got last you. week yeah. um, it's it's kind of interesting because this this leaked originally before like right before last weekend's game against Michigan against state, Michigan state right. and uh, Michigan state went old fashioned. They went old fashioned. Well, that's didn't.
0: what I'm saying. That's my, that's my solution to this quarterback
1: over to the sideline like, talking to, it, it was the backup quarterback that was
0: relaying the calls to the quarterback. First of all, power five schools. Like, why aren't we just going to the radio and the helmet? Why can't we just do that? Like how much could that really be yeah, when, yeah, when, you're, when you're, when you're paying your head coach, when you're paying, you know, your entire coaching staff total must be, you know, what well, well over 10 20 million dollars yeah, well, like,
1: I, I just looked this up recently 33 of the 50 states their highest uh paid, paid employee public, paid public, public employee, employee yeah is is the head football coach it's only it's only 30 oh yeah if and then you the factor rest in basketball. basketball it's it goes it's up like to 47. 42 or yeah. 43 or something like that oh i thought
0: it was like 47 because i co- thought it was like alaska and <laughs> alaska <laughs> new hampshire
1: uh There's there's a few there, but
0: I think there was a time when it was either a basketball or a football coach where it was 47 of the 50 states. Yeah, I
1: think it's down to 43. So um,
0: progress. Yeah.
1: Um. But I mean, that just shows you how much people do care about, and it is
0: a business. People care, and it's a business. And okay, uh, so if we don't want this to happen, first of all, stealing signs isn't illegal. Second of all, do better counterintelligence then. Like like I'd be over like I'd be over there fucking with you with a Taylor Swift sign. I mean, I'm sure some of it happens, right? But yeah, I would throw up a Taylor Swift sign that means absolutely nothing and and just try to make you guess what the fuck it means. You know what I mean? And like like play some shadow games. What are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like And and yeah, and even it's so like to this advanced, you know, sending advanced scouts and like you said before the show that it's a it's a parody thing. I think that's stupid. That's a that's an interesting place to draw the line. So, you're telling me Georgia doesn't have better Recruiting resources, athletic trainers, strength and conditioning than Jacksonville State. Like, come on, what are we doing here? So, but but you can't advance scout. And again, if you're advanced scouting me, and I know you're advanced scouting me, I'm literally going to have one staffer whose job is to fuck with you and throw up the wrong sign and just see if you can guess what it means. And you know what? Good on you if you if you guess if you break the code and figure out which signs are real and which ones aren't. Then. Hey, you're pretty.
1: That's fucking smart. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're pretty smart. So you know what? Like, yeah, make it. Listen, there's a lot of money here involved. It is a business. College football is a business, whether we like it or not. So you know what? Like, yeah, I, I, do whatever you can to get an edge. I don't think it should be illegal. It's it's just do be it, be smarter about it. And what's wrong with going old school? Like you said, quarterback run to the sideline or send a runner in. Let's do that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to to get kind of the temperature of college football coaches around the nation. Uh, a lot of the big 10 coaches aren't really saying anything. Um, Matt rule was, was yeah, about it. And interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause you know, everyone's doing something along, maybe not along these lines. Um, I think uh, once technology is implemented, it, it changes it a little bit for me. Um, you know, he's recording these signs and going back and, and doing that. But I mean, if you're on TV you can do it too. Obviously, the TV broadcast isn't showing the signs. Right, play. right,
0: and technology does make it a little different for me. But again, like I mean, going back to going back to the Astros because this is relevant to this conversation, right? It was like, yeah, it was cheating, but at the same time, it was kind of impressive. It's like if you care if you care to cheat that much, you know. You know, what I mean, like it's not. It took. It still took skill. And it and it took working as a team to make it happen. So I, I almost kind of supported. How many it.
1: how many FBS teams are there? I think there's like 132 in yeah, a football. Some, yeah, football, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. I think if you took a poll, all 132 head coaches would want a Connor Stallions on their on their sidelines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody again, like this is a lot of work in order to 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 orchestrate this whole thing and gather all this information, and then evidently it was working. So maybe he's one of those geniuses that. I mean, again, <laughs> I don't, sounds I don't like
1: you read his manifesto.
0: <laughs> I have not read the manifesto, and I, I we, we just watched the the quick TikTok. Like like manifesto is never good. If you're if you if you wrote the anything manifesto, that's not good. That's Ted Kaczynski wrote a manifesto, so like you don't you don't want a manifesto, uh, the Communist Manifesto. You don't want that. You I, don't a want guy
1: that. Uh, a guy with the initials A H uh, AH also wrote a manifesto, so uh, you know that's not good either.
0: Wait what? Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. I think you can say his name. Yeah. you were, were like, I was like Alex Hollings. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Inside joke. Nobody. But yeah, our employer at our our third job. <laughs> yeah, way to way to tie me t- tie him into the name I just said. I don't know. We're probably in trouble now because like putting a who who put was it Michigan State that put Adolf Hitler up for a Yeah, it was. for a, a trivia before question? the Michigan game actually. Oh, well there yeah, there you go. Um I don't know, man. It's just a it's a picture of Adolf Hitler like it it, it didn't I mean, did you I'm, it, I'm off on that.
1: I don't think Adolf Hitler needs to be Well, he's still near part Jumbotron.
0: of John. He, he, he I don't know.
1: I mean, but it, the question is like Where was Adolf Hitler born? You know, like that was the, that was the trivia question.
0: Okay. So I'm just saying like, that's still a person like, listen, there are other leaders that have committed atrocities. Like would somebody be fired for a picture of Joseph Stalin up, up, up there? Would somebody be picture, uh, would somebody be fired for a picture of Mao up there? No. So, and they've literally slaughtered more people than Hitler did. So Hitler, bad guy, absolutely a dick. I think we're all in agreement on this. Yeah, we've already made a... But he is a historical
1: figure. We've already made a sellout sports stamp that we are an anti-Nazi We we have an
0: official position that we are anti-Nazi. And he is king Nazi. So, yeah, um, I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm just saying... But I am a history fan. And like, what's wrong with knowing what Hitler looked like? And, and I just don't think pers- we need to. Uh, it, it wasn't it a tribute. The- I don't think it was a tribute. It wasn't a tribute, but we don't
1: need we don't need to uh, just put it on the Jumbotron. I, I, I think know, okay? I
0: think it's I think it's overly sensitive. I think I, I think if it drew some people's att- like if it was in a in a timeout or something and it drew people's attention to the Jumbotron to answer a question about Hitler, it was before it- the game. So, OK, it- I, don't, I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem. Like, like there's TV shows that depict Hitler and and movies and everything. none of those are tributes. So you put a, you put a picture of Hitler up there and like, like, I don't get why it's offensive. Like, like the concept of Hitler is offensive. Sure. Like, and was the picture necessary? No. But was firing somebody necessary? No. I'm not like. Oh, so somebody did get fired over it. I'm pretty sure whoever, like, yeah, whoever was in charge of the Jumbotron got fired over it or at least, you know suspended without leave or whatever without pay yeah, yeah. uh yeah sorry indefinite leave without pay right? you know what i mean dude it's fucking one o'clock i Fuck got off. you man i got man. you um i don't know dude look it up um but anyway so you also had the uh the, this thing so u.s integrity a las vegas firm that monitors the betting market Sent out an alert to its sport client, sportsbook clients regarding the Michigan controversy on Thursday. That was actually before the Michigan State game. Uh, we we just hadn't got to it. Ah, uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. But but very
1: interesting because uh, you know sports regulators do not play with their money. So if they're if they're talking about it, it it has some validity. I would I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, again, yeah, good point. I mean, you said it yourself earlier, like Vegas, the you know, the, the tall buildings in Vegas, they're there for a reason. So it's, uh, all right, hang on, I'm looking it up. H- Hitler, Michigan State. Jumbotron
1: guy J- or gal.
0: Uh, school, school suspends employee involved. Um. So that's interesting because
1: Michigan state placed the blame on a third party app initially. So
0: yeah. So Michigan state university apologized after an image of Adolf Hitler was displayed. Um, the photo was shown during a pregame trivia quiz, uh, asked, like you said, where Hitler was born. Um, uh, holler said an employee was suspended with pay while the department investigates the incident. And added that his staff did not fully review the video before it was shown on Saturday, exposing a failure in our process. See, this is another part that bothers me, is I like you will never catch me making a bullshit apology. I will not do it. If I don't if I'm not really sorry, which I would not be sorry for this, like I I won't do it. Fire me. Like I'm not apologizing for something I'm not sorry for. I'm so tired of fake apologies. You think anybody's really fucking sorry for this? No. They're sorry that people got mad. And I'm not gonna be sorry that people got mad. They're like Quite frankly, I love making people mad over over stupid things. Absolutely, or I, I just like to make people think. You know what I mean? I hear you. So no, fuck this. Like the this is I don't know. I think this that's ridiculous. You want to know just... what else is ridiculous? NBA flopping, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the
1: referees have have had enough of it. At least in one game uh, last night, Wednesday night, it was the Knicks. It was the Celtics' first their first game of the season. Guess what? We had two flopping technicals in the fourth quarter of that game.
0: Uh, they they came out came out hard against it, and like Chris I stops. said, NFL is going to have to do it too. They're going to have to.
1: Yeah, but if you got if you got NFL defensive linemen uh, flopping like fishes, it it should be coming pretty soon. I sure hope so. And and fine them. You know what I mean? Um, I think you get a two thousand dollar fine. It's it's pretty minimal, but I do think you get a two thousand dollar fine if you get a flopping tech.
0: And I think it ups and increments yeah, as, the, it, the, as it as it goes it's a scaling scaling yeah. fine yeah like, okay so the funny one the the Chris one it's funny the first one i watched i was almost going to stick up for him i was like oh yeah he shoved him yeah in real time but it looked like it watching from, it in real time from the from the normal game angle Yeah, and then they show from the side or like you know looking from the opposing team's basket and it was like, oh my god, he sold that. Like it was, it was funny it was, how different it looked.
1: Like, and it was like, I, I know you're not a fan of flopping, but you have to admit, like he did a very good job
0: of, of you know, I mean, exaggerating well, the contact to make it look real. Uh, I mean, I don't think he made it look like. Once I saw the second angle, I thought it was ridiculous. But that's fair. Um, but from again from the normal game view, I, w- I was like, "Oh yeah, he just he, like, he shoved him and he fell." Like it, it looked legit to me. Yeah. I like I, I actually kept watching, expecting like, "Oh, is the flop coming?" <laughs>
1: like, right, right.
0: Like, "Oh, that's funny." Like he like he fell, and then five seconds later, he's gonna flop. But, like, no, 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 that was for that call. And then obviously from the other angle, it was like, "Oh my god, that was egregious!" Please find him. Yes. Way to make your uh, history
1: on your Celtics debut, Kristaps.
0: Yeah, at a boy, Kristaps. <laughs> With uh, I mean, is that the first? First, yeah, um,
1: first regular season technical foul flopping <laughs> call. There was none on uh, opening night on Tuesday night. With that said, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Kristaps. He had a great game, helped the Celtics earn a uh, yeah yeah, hard yeah. That's a, we're,
0: we're, We'll talk about real basketball stuff soon. <laughs> what was it thir- what he have thirty and five or something like that? Yeah, like, along those like, lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, but don't worry. We'll we'll get to real basketball soon. But we're just talking flopping right now. All right, so. all right.
1: all you have your <laughs> stage. Uh, the second one wasn't actually the right call because
0: uh, the right call was traveling. Yes, and then the, and, and then <laughs> which this- we which we had a, a, a heated debate about for ten minutes before the show, or and we we looked up a few YouTube videos. We figured it out because like, does anybody? It, it's kind of like the catch. Or like, what's a football move in the NFL? Like, does anybody know what the hell traveling is in basketball? Yeah, it was, it was
1: essentially the James Harden. You know, Jalen Brunson used basically the James Harden, but instead of going backwards, he went lateral. Um, so yeah, well, did, no,
0: not really, because he picked up the ball and then he and then he did this. You know, the hop step to the side, but right. he landed. So he he hop stepped to his right, but landed on his left foot first. So, he goes left foot, right foot, then steps forward with his left foot, and then jumps. Right. That is three steps. Correct. Like, there was no... Like, there, there, there was, you know, debate on Twitter as well. And it's like, oh, no, that's a gather step. You guys are idiots. Like, you don't know anything about basketball. Like, no, it was not a gather step. It a was gather, not a gather step. A gather step is off a dribble. This was with the ball in his hand. He hopped right and took three steps and then shot. Then he... So, he jumps... And
1: uh, Jason on, Tatum closes out on him and uh, didn't give him space to land, and he lands on Tatum's foot, which is uh, uh it has been a point of emphasis. I could, don't know. It could be a flagrant, absolutely. Yeah, yeah um, it, it should have been a flagrant one. Instead, there was no call. If that, there was no traveling, that is,
0: because the traveling would have made the play dead, and it's
1: just Celtics ball. Right, but instead the play goes on, which I found very interesting. Celtics get the ball on the other end, they get the rebound, they go down. I think they miss a shot. And then a whistle comes, and I'm like, "What's going on here?" The refs—I didn't know this—they give advantage on flopping calls. It's like soccer now. Like they—they they didn't make the call right away. They let the Celtics play out the possession, and then once that possession was over, they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, Jalen, Jalen Brunson, y- y- you flopped. So uh, I, you get Celtics, you get a free throw. Jalen Brunson, you get a two thousand dollar fine." And uh yeah, I, quite I the,
0: love this. I love that they give advantage on it because it because now it doesn't stop the play. like I love it. That's great. Yeah.
1: I didn't know basketball would ever implement advantage in any element, but I think uh, it's one of my favorite things in soccer is like, oh, like the call could be coming. it could not be, but like
0: well, that's what's cool about hockey too. yeah, you know like advantage is definitely cool. so I'm re- I, I really love that they have implemented this in basketball. I'm all for it. That being said, um, Jalen Brunson, I don't know. Start the GoFundMe for him because he did not deserve this. Fu- or I don't think. I'm he's sure he did fine because right, right. the
1: NBA referees came out and said, "Hey, our bad, <laughs> wrong call." It's true. I just hope it doesn't, uh, you know, hinder future flopping technical calls.
0: Well, and, and so we we didn't really mention why it was a ridiculous a ridiculous flopping call. Again, he traveled, so like that the play should have been dead right there. But whatever, they never call traveling anymore. But no way! It should have been called a flop. He landed on Tatum's foot, right, and then like dove off his foot. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to snap my ankle, ankle tonight. Yeah. Um, so no, thank you. And and he jumped off his foot. You know, like I get that. You yeah, hundred percent. No, so I don't know. Give give his fine to Kristaps, uh, and just you know, just double Kristaps <laughs> fine. I, I'm okay with that because Kristaps was gross. That was that was ridiculous. Um, other thing in basketball disgusting just disgusting behavior i've seen a lot of people talking about uh i don't i don't know the details of it i know dwight howard is mixed up in some sexual assault allegations with another male apparently um or is is accused by another male and what's the first thing that people have to say about that like dude howard's gay dwight howard's gay like dude are you fucking kidding me that's the first takeaway that you have from this
2: Like what is uh, wrong with you?
0: What is wrong with you? Like we're talking about sexual, yeah, we're talking about sexual assault allegations. (laughs) Like there's there's somewhere else to start with that conversation. Who gives a shit if he's gay? I like or bi or whatever it is. Not me. I don't don't care. Do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. And um, I think this is a good time to bring it up because I've been like I've thought about this a few times. I put the hashtag on some of our social posts. Make football great again. I just want to clarify to everybody first, fuck Donald Trump. Second, uh, and yeah, and so if if we lose listeners because of that, because you're from Texas or something and you love Donald Trump, like, that's okay. We're not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah, we can do without you. Thanks. Um, I'm not a Trump fan. Like, that doesn't mean I'm a Democrat either, by the way. Um, I hate both parties. I don't want to get too far into it. This isn't a political show. Um, But no, fuck Donald Trump. I'm trying to, we're we're trying to take the the hashtag from him, okay? Because it was a good slogan. (laughs) It's a good slogan. It is a very good slogan. Okay, and it was very effective. So I'm trying to use that slogan to make football great again.
1: And when I read it, when we are posting it, do I read it in a Donald Trump voice? Maybe.
0: Sue me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, please don't sue us. Um, (laughs) You know, um, I don't know. I just wanted to make that clear to anybody that is, you know, that is liberal or has liberal, um, you know, sensibilities and is like, like, why would you do that? Like, like, no, just understand, you might not agree with us trying to take it from it. You might feel like we're glorifying it or something like that. Just understand that's not where it's coming from. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. You don't have to listen to us either, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or just don't read the hashtag. you're so, just, yeah, just don't give a shit about the hashtag. But you know what? Yeah, I am trying to make it trend. Just, like, find the flop, stop the flop, all those things. Like, you know, we're trying to get things rolling here. Get Be a sellout. Rolling. Be a sellout, absolutely. I mean, that's the number one. That's the most important one, right? Um. So anyway, um, that's our basketball minute,
1: uh, on to hockey.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we, we got we're some, we're, uh, yeah. Don't, we're well versed. Don't look now, man, but the Bruins are undefeated. They're six and zero, tied for the best record in the league. Uh, I think the Knights or the avalanche are seven and zero. but yeah, I mean, not that, not the regular season hockey really means much as, as the no, Bruins No, no, So year.
1: So, but with that said, I watched, uh, ESPN's take on red zone on Tuesday night, um, They, the ESPN worked with the league and they had all 16 games, all 16 NHL games. Yeah. Played on a weekday for the first time ever. And uh, uh, Bucci Gross went in and and kind of of like how Red Zone does, they'll go into a game. Obviously, you can't really do it the same because there's no Red Zone in hockey. There's no like, oh, this is going to be a score, but like power plays, uh, you know, shootouts and stuff like that. They went to that. I watched it like, during breaks this is as big of a compliment as i can can say for hockey because i'm not i've never really watched hockey before during the breaks of the nba game like uh the nba games because there was two on on opening night during the commercials i would go over and watch that and i was i i would stay on that channel for like i, I would miss some of the basketball which i never thought i would what watch hockey over basketball totally, totally it was really fun to watch i'm sure i'm sure you know true hockey fans probably don't like it cuz it is gimmicky right man. it's it's getting people like me interested into hockey but hey man i i had a lot of fun watching it
0: i mean i don't know i mean most canadian or <laughs> yeah whoops most hockey <laughs> fans are canadian and they're very polite so they're so they're probably okay with it they're like oh nothing to be mad about welcome welcome, welcome to hockey I, I don't know um <laughs> Or, I mean, I don't know. Like, if it's like the South Park Canadians, they seem kind of they they seem kind of angry sometimes. Yeah. But the way they move their mouth in the South Park, I was like, I'm not your buddy guy. Um. <laughs> so, uh, whenever
1: I whenever I cover hockey for my for my day job, I always tweet out the uh, the Chance the Rapper on Saturday Night Live. He's like, uh, he's he's pretending to be a reporter, like a sports reporter, <laughs> and they have him at a hockey rink, and he's all bundled up, and then they're asking him questions. He's like, "All right, let's do that hockey." That's what he says. <laughs> and then uh they, they turn. It's a great skit. You gotta watch it. Um he's like, Yeah, I'm I'm here with this guy. He's like, ah, I don't know your name, turn around. And it's just like all consonants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... He's like, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> it's a great skit. You gotta Got watch it. it. All right. I'll I'll make sure I, I... that's like like, yeah, I mean SNL is like so hit and miss now. Like I feel yeah. like you find like one good skit in an episode now, right? So it was probably always that way. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old. But yeah, so anyway, you know, speaking of the, you know, the the Bruins and the Knights, it would basically be my worst nightmare if they ended up in the Stanley Cup against each other. Because despite growing up in Massachusetts and claiming to be a Bruins fan for most of her life, my wife, when we moved out to Vegas and then, then, you know, we were out there when they became the expansion team out there. And she's a Knights fan now. Like, like, what the hell are you doing? You like, you can't do that. Like we watched the Bruins in the Stanley cup in 2011 together. That was special. That was, you know, that was, it it brings up this whole debate for me of like what fandom is because like, I don't know, like we didn't particularly like Las Vegas. Like we had some fun out there, everything like that, obviously, but it wasn't like a place that like, we don't hold near and dear to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not home to us in any sense. Yeah. Um, like she has to go out there for work soon, and she's not like excited about it. You know what I mean? Uh, so except to catch a night's game, of course. A, it, <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, probably not because she because she's going for work, and they just have to work like crazy that whole time. But my whole point to this is is like like where's the loyalty? You know what I mean? And 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 this whole like you know it, it, it offends me as a fan of I guess like you know b- being a fan of Boston and Philadelphia franchises my whole life that the knights didn't have to knights fans quote unquote knights fans didn't have to go through a goddamn thing like yeah they had a shitty um co- you know college program for college football program for a long time and then college basketball they've been down for a long time as well um but it's like they didn't have any pro teams i actually had a theory when i lived out there that's why people were so shitty to each other other than the fact that it's las vegas and you know, the Luxor is just kind of a beacon. You know, it's, it has the light coming mm-hmm. out. I, I feel like that's kind of like a like a beacon for scumbags. You know, kind of like, kind of like moths to the to yeah, the porch yeah. light. You know, um, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot going on with Vegas. I'd say, but one of the things is I thought that there was no sports team to unify the city. You know what I mean? And then these fuckers get a championship team. I mean, a team that was good from day one. They made the Stanley Cup Finals their first year. So you didn't have to go through any fucking adversity. You're like, So you're not a real fan. You know what I mean? You're a real fan when you remember being a Philadelphia Eagles fan and their fucking quarterback was Bobby Hoying and they were 3-13. and 13. You're a real fan when you, rem- when you remember the, the Bill Parcells early days, Drew Bledsoe. Well, you don't fucking remember nah, that. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. You, 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 you probably what, don't think I'm no, a real fan. No, you are not. You know what? We're going to find out if you're a real fan because now they're going to suck for the next 10 years. But, yeah. We'll find out. Um. um I, 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 th- I give your wife a pass,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it's a new franchise. Like she can, so she does. She not root for the Bruins at all anymore. Does
0: she have two teams? What is it? I, I, yeah, well, see, that's that, that's a whole other debate, right? Like, can you have two teams? Like, really? I guess if they're in separate conferences, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think you can if you. And like, she was there from the ground up. She's a day one. <laughs> Golden Knights fan. I guess that's the draw is to say, look, I was a fan from day one. Like, I I guess. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Let her be. Let her live her life. Listen, I'm just bringing up the debate. I guess, like, I've made it clear what my. My position on it is, I mean, I uh, and I, I want her to be a Bruins fan with me, but yeah, th- like she's made it clear, like if it was them in the Stanley Cup Finals against each other, she would be rooting for the Knights, and I'm like, what? oh,
1: what the fuck? Oh, okay, so she's she's all about it. She's all about the Knights.
0: Yeah, and she said, uh, uh, well, you never taken me to a Bruins game, and, I, I and, we, and we've been to Knights <laughs> games, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, give me a fucking break, like like yeah, I was a loser when we lived in Massachusetts, and you know most of the time in Vegas too but you know but I kind of got it got it together out there and we went to a few nights games uh, you know okay
1: know. okay if she's she's prioritizing the bruins or the knights over the bruins i think that's a step too far i'm okay with you live in a different city you kind of adopt those teams but um never never over your home team i think yeah, that's where i dropped the line
0: yeah she's forsaken the bruins that's what i'm saying <sighs> <laughs> I don't give her a pass anymore. Okay, thank you. All right, cool, cool. All right, there it is. Um, all right, on that note, I think it's time to move on to the closing of the show. So our history and holidays section, every day is an important day in history, and we do have an important holiday coming up. Uh, a lot of people that we know, is probably their favorite holiday. Um, but that being said, every day is a holiday, and we got to celebrate every day, man. Got to celebrate sure every day. Sure do. And so let's get started with one that uh, I think most people would describe. I am this person. Uh, it's Cranky Coworker Day tomorrow. Or excuse me, today. Yeah, you're probably, I'm going to be a cranky
1: coworker tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you're about to get about maybe four hours of sleep and uh, go into the office. So. Looking like, yep. So yeah, you're definitely going to
0: be cranky. And <laughs> I might just not come into the office. so I don't have to deal with that. But you know what? I think I'll just print out a picture of, uh, of Keith Folk. You know, like flipping the ball to first base because two thousand four baby Red Sox reverse the curse. Honest Maybe day, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, what's the most iconic? Is it is it, or, is it a big poppy home run? Is it Johnny Damon just because the hair the idiots right? Like, I mean, there's a lot in like, two thousand four in particular. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. I I just think Trot Nixon, just like
0: his face, dude. I mean, what was it? I can't remember what game it was. It was maybe game four. yet? and a, Kevin Millar. He and had Kevin a. Millar. I know. It's funny. Like two thousand four to me is it's crazy because it's the win over the Yankees, right? They still had to play a whole other series. Yeah, right? I mean, obviously the Dave Roberts. I don't know if you just said that, but uh, I didn't say Dave Roberts. But of course the steal. Of course, I mean that's how it all started, right? Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot there. I guess. I guess uh, a Rod slapping the ball out of. Was it Bronson Arroyo's
1: glove? Yeah, it was. And it takes me back even further. It's the Veritech A-Rod fight. 2004 is July, I think uh you know regular season game the red
0: sox hat that i still have is from a july series against the a's and that thing is in fucking tatters but it's my lucky hat they said and it was the end of a three-game sweep this is when the a's were good this isn't current A's. this is the a's about to be las vegas a's yeah yeah, exactly this this was like the barry zito I, i think giambi yeah i think everybody was still on the a's at that time and uh yeah man so um so i so i still have that lucky hat but yeah so anyway so today you know now that it's one twenty three a.m today is the day the red sox reversed the curse i was i was at norwich university for that and you're not supposed to it's a half military school for those who don't know and you're you're not supposed to go on the parade ground that is hallowed ground except for like the military people to do their drill and stuff and everybody was just celebrating on the parade ground and nobody was doing anything about it there was there was toilet paper it was it was probably the wildest Norwich has ever been, and it is not exactly a wild school. But I yeah. was uh, sleeping on the floor, watching the
1: game in my parents' living room, and then I woke up because uh, my dad screamed. Dad, not really a big sports fan, but uh, woke up to his scream, and then I like caught uh, Kevin Folk like flipping the ball, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have hundred championships in the next." 15 years of my life.
0: <laughs> and that was where the, uh, Mawson's charmed existence as a sports fan began. <laughs> well, I guess not. You were a Patriots fan. Yeah, too, no. Right? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Saturday is uh, national first responders day. I don't think we really need to need. We say more. Just thank you to all the first responders. I mean, shit. I mean, most firefighters across the country right now are volunteers and they're crazy understaffed. I mean, if you live in Vermont, if you like half the people don't even fucking live here. And so they're like, you know, like those people aren't volunteer firefighters. A lot of them, people that are from out of state, you know, so like they're always understaffed. It's, it's a real problem, you know, but all 100%. the, I mean, but it's, you know, for all of our, all of our first responders. So we love you. Thank you. And, uh, that being said, uh, kind of, kind of in the opposite direction, stupid laws, um so in 1919 this is when con- uh Congress enforced prohibition. Uh Yeah, we learned sorry. something tonight. We learned this. something every time we do this section. I mean, just for that I want to do it. Yeah. You know? No, so
1: I didn't know that uh Woodrow Wilson uh vetoed this
0: yeah. this law. And uh Congress was like, "Nah, this is this is going through, bud. We're we're gonna no more alcohol." So shout out Woodrow Wilson for trying to do the right thing and like good for you, buddy. Of course, sometimes there's like um you know, uh, not, not philosophical, uh, symbolic vetoes, you know what That's I mean? Like, like where he knew it was going to get passed anyway, but like, you know what? Hey, you know, it's here we are a hundred years later, history says he vetoed it. So he fucking vetoed it. I don't know. Sure good, good, good for him. All right. Uh, Sunday, October 29th, it's national internet day. And, uh, I just had to throw this in there. I think it's hilarious. Meta just got sued by, I don't even know how many States meta being, you know, the Facebook and Instagram. Uh, empire and they just got sued by a bunch of states because kids are addicted to it <laughs> like i'm sorry i can't say it without laughing it's like take the fucking phone away like what are you it's like it's like saying you're addicted to to candy or it's like uh, addicted to putting on makeup like listen these are all real problems i get it you know body image issues that all that stuff's real but like you you have the power, like like if I if I'm addicted to the internet, I can close this fucking laptop right now. It, like, I'm. It's not like I'm not sensitive to addiction. I am. I like. I've lived. You know. I have my own issues. Fuck. But then, like, I have family members with those issues. It, but at the end of the day, take responsibility. And if it's a kid, then it's the fucking parents' fault. Take responsibility for your kid.
1: Do you think uh, Jose Altuve is, is among? dude did you see did you see the same thing they gave him screen time (laughs) that shit was funny it looks like oh i shared it didn't i i think you did but i i'd I'd seen it prior but uh yeah it that looks exactly like that like uh like okay okay buddy like you you ate your vegetables you can have 45 minutes of (laughs) ipad time now he's looking at the home
0: run you just hit daddy's really proud of you (laughs) Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's just—I mean, Jose Altuve's all of five six, five seven, right? And and there's just a screen of him on an iPad, and next to people that are way taller than him because everybody's taller than him. And yeah, it says you know Jose Altuve being rewarded with screen time for the home run he just <laughs> did. <laughs> like that shit's funny. It's great. Uh, um, I don't know who okay. cares. It's, it's National Oatmeal Day on Sunday. I eat oatmeal just about every day. You got to find ways to spice it up. Throw a little, throw a little whey protein on there. Some, uh, I don't know why it matters anymore. I'm not an athlete anymore. Who gives a shit? I've like, never
1: been a big oatmeal guy. I've had it uh, probably just a couple dozen times in my life. I actually just
0: bought it a couple months
1: ago. I had I tried like a probably a month, maybe two months ago, tried like an instant.
0: See, I was just uh, gonna oatmeal. say, don't do the instant oatmeal. That's like, but like uh, in the cup, not like the yeah, yeah, yeah not the pouch. And I'll, I'll, but I there's like, still yeah. now there's just a shitload of sugar in there and yeah. you're basically just doing you might as well just do honey nut cheerios or apple jacks at that point or whatever yeah. you know no like you got to do the oatmeal and then you know add some whey protein some almond milk you can do like the vanilla almond milk you know like the low calorie you know what i mean like i don't know it's like i said i don't know why it matters anymore because i'm old and fat and useless but i haven't given up completely trying yet i guess i don't know Respect to you yeah and uh Speaking of a guy that obviously ate his fucking oatmeal, John Glenn returned to space at 77 years old on uh, on October 29th, 1998. So obviously he was among the first astronauts when uh, the Soviet Union was still kicking our ass in the space race, and uh, he was one of those guys that helped turn the tide. You know, um, hell yeah. And not for nothing, before that he was Ted Williams' wingman, or I guess you'd probably say more like you know Ted Williams was his wingman. And I don't know. They were both badasses. Just. Just, you know, just a different time, you know. For sure. But, uh, yeah, John Glenn said, um, you know, Ted Williams was, you know, everybody knows him as a baseball player, but he was honestly a hell of a Marine and a hell of a fighter pilot. Like, it it wasn't, like, Ted Williams service in World War II. He kind of stayed away from the action, and he was just a, uh, he was a pilot instructor or whatever. But in Korea, he was legit. In the shit. He got shot down. Like, Man, yeah. Um, and he was, like, and he was really fucking good. And it, it makes sense when you think about it. Williams was so meticulous as a hitter. And then he was, like, they, like, the people that described him said he was the same way as a fighter pilot. So uh, just very detail-oriented. Almost, like, savant-like, you know? I think that's kind of, like, probably what Ted Williams was like, you know? Anyway, it's about John Glenn, though. So going into space at 77 years old, they were basically doing it to, like, look at issues with people aging in space that was part of the reason that they sent him up there which like doesn't really seem like he'd be a good test case because the guy's a fucking freak right. obviously you right. know he's like not like uh, your your run the mill 77 year old but i guess you can't send the run-of-the-mill 77 year old up there but dude being in space is really bad for you because there's like no um there's no weight on your bones or anything like that so your bone density goes up. he was only up there like seven days i don't know how much you lose then but yeah, you lose a ton of muscle mass. It's hard to keep muscle and bone density. Well, good thing I, uh,
1: I'm not allowed to go up there. I'm too tall.
0: But, oh, for real? Yeah, to be an astronaut, at least in NASA. I don't
1: know other countries. if uh,
0: I'm sure things are, are loosening up. I hope I get to go to space someday. That'd be pretty rad. I'd like to. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't like the, the
0: meals there, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's improving over time, too. Yeah, you you probably don't have to do like just tang or anything like that. <laughs> But whatever, man, you know, like just for a little while, like I don't think I'd want to be like on the expedition to Mars or anything. Yeah, no, give me like three days in space. Yeah, Let me clear my mind and I'll be good. Exactly. Dude, give me three hours in space. I don't care. I just want to do it, say I did it. I mean, I haven't even gone skydiving yet. I need to do that first. (laughs) Yeah, jump out of a plane and then you can go to space. Yeah, fair enough. Progression. (laughs) So, okay. So now the day before Halloween, October 30th, Monday, right? Yeah. Monday is Monday, Monday, Monday. Create a great funeral day. Now, we've seen some wacky ones. This has got to be this is among the this is among the weirdest. Um so Mike, I gotta ask you, like, you know, is this something you're 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 a young man. Is this something you've thought about? Like what you what are your final wishes for your funeral? Have you given this any thought?
1: It's uh not like a deep thought. I've always thought like tradition well, not always thought, but I thought like a traditional funeral when I was growing up, but, uh, I've gone to a few celebrations of life recently, the first few that I've been to. Uh, and I think that like right now, that's, that's where I would lean. Um, just everyone have a good time. I haven't, haven't planned it out. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't happen in the near future, but yeah, I think, uh, just celebrating, I think would be, would be a good way. Okay.
0: To- All right. What about you? Well, so for one. You've got the uh, there's one that I've seen. It's just like a meme on Facebook, but I do kind of want this. I want to hire like a bunch of Italian guys in suits to come up and be like, you know, we're gonna miss you, boss, or something. (laughs) Just to just to make people think that I had shit going on, you know. Or you could go down to
1: Louisiana and do like one of those like uh, like they do like crazy dances on the oh like the the
0: day of the dead kind of thing, or like or what are you talking about?
1: It's not quite that, but just like the culture down there, like in New Orleans, like they it's not voodoo but it's um um it's it's very it's a very much a celebration they dance in the streets and yeah yeah they, yeah. i think they actually dance on the casket and stuff it's pretty crazy
0: i could be yeah um but also i guess i haven't really earned this or anything but i'm gonna put it in my final wishes anyway in case keeps saying that she won't do it because it's like you need like permits and stuff all this all this legal mumbo jumbo but i want a viking funeral i just think that's cool you fucking push my body out on a raft and then a guy with a flaming arrow shoots it in and, and then my body burns at sea or at, you know, or, you know, at, at lake. I don't know. In case <laughs> you said, in case, like, in case like you like, yeah, it's badass. Right. Like, so again, I probably haven't earned that, but I just watched a little bit too much Game of Thrones or what? I haven't watched a fucking minute of Game of Thrones. Um, I don't remember what movie I saw that in, but I was like, that's cool. I want that. So I don't know. So that's my plan for my funeral. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. And then there's the other one. I, I also want people... I want to uh, give somebody my phone before I die so at the funeral, somebody can be texting them from my phone. <laughs> like, thank you know, thanks for coming. Um, yeah. I basically want, want it to be like, yep, that's Tori. Fucking sick sense of humor. Sick motherfucker. All right. Um, also, the day before Halloween is uh, Haunted Refrigerator Night. Dude, did you... You know Garfield from, like, the comic strip, right? But you never saw the cartoon. Like, you have no idea,
1: No, right? I've, I've seen some of the cartoons. Like, like,
0: okay, but, like, the actual episodes are just, like, Garfield Christmas.
1: No, like, I've seen, like, I, I can't tell you anything about an episode, but I've seen, <laughs> like, bits and pieces of episodes, like, oh, okay. from, like, on the TV, not from, like, YouTube. No,
0: yeah, no shit. I don't know. Maybe it stayed on later than I thought. This was like a staple when I was a kid was the Garfield cartoon. And there and there was like there mm, were episodes. Lasagna. It was like, oh, okay. it's, oh, you really do understand. <laughs> All right. So there were uh, there was this episode like where there was like the the scary thing in the back of the fridge. You know, it, like it was like to the left of the ketchup behind the mayonnaise. Okay. And, like, and then it was like it turned into a monster basically because it had been <laughs> in the fridge so long. So when I saw Haunted Refrigerator Night, that's what made me think of it. So had to give, you know, had to pay homage to Garfield. The other cartoon that was on there with it, U.S. Acres, kind of sucked, but Garfield was always great. Um, <laughs> I, this this might as well be like Day Drink and then listen to Olivia Rodrigo Day, I guess, because I don't text your ex Day. Like, what the fuck I like is that this poll? I like that poll. I didn't know Olivia Rodrigo was in your repertoire. Oh yeah, well, no, not a like. She's so bad. Her it's like like you're 16. You're like, what are you writing about? Like, he won't like send you notes in algebra class. Like, shut the fuck up. She she just got her driver's license not too long ago. Yeah, so just just stop. Just stop. Your, your music is terrible. So bad. With like her first her first hit song, what was it? It was driver's like driver's license, I think. Right? Yeah, okay. Like, what are you even singing about? You're sixteen. There's no there's no heartache. Like, none of it matters. You weren't gonna stay together anyway. You're in high school. Shut up. So anyway, text your ex day though. Just a bad idea. Um, I, I, I can't I think you, we you, I think you broke up for a reason. I think
1: you should be able to text my ex, and I can text your ex on our phones. Just one message.
0: Wait, <laughs> like, like, wait, why? Like, to what end? What's... Just for content. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so literally, I only have one ex, and so she she won't answer. So um, yeah, mine probably won't either. <laughs> but we could, yeah, but well, we could give it a shot. I don't know. Oh yeah, but no, but if it's from your phone. But she still, yeah. But it, then it'll go to like message requests or whatever, right? No, no.
1: Like from like you can text. You take my phone and text my ex. I
0: take oh, your okay, phone. Okay. No, I was gonna say it's like, a disaster. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I think I think at that point I'm gonna want it to go more than one text if it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like I, like I want to now. I want to dig. I want to find out more. You know so. <laughs>
1: I don't delete my text, so they're probably you can just read the conversation right that's there.
0: A, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, honestly, with mine, too. Anyway, public service announcement. Don't text your ex. <laughs> don't, don't let your friends or coworkers text your ex either. We, that's our disclaimer. We, we, don't try this at home. Anti-Nazi and uh, don't
1: text your ex. Yes, Got it. Exactly. The that's podcast right. of morals. We,
0: we have another official position. There we go. Um, all right. Uh, so this day, uh, excuse me. Uh, so Monday, October thirtieth, nineteen ninety-one. It's um, basically the day of the perfect storm. Um, Hurricane Grace basically ripped apart everything from the Bahamas all the way to the northeast uh, northeast coast, or up up off the coast of Massachusetts. Have, have you seen this movie, Perfect Storm? George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg. I haven't. I've heard of it. They're fishermen. They get yeah. I I use that as a phrase. Fr- like I I try to stay away from buzzwords for the most part, but I use perfect storm as a buzz like a buzz phrase. Uh, I, it's one I use too often. I should probably try to stay away from it. No, I think like it's- I describe like literally two things go wrong at the same time. It's always a perfect storm. It's like and then I'm like shut the fuck up in my inner inner monologue you know an analogy here and there you know well here and there sure and I guess I don't use it that
1: often where you're you're a
0: writer you're just too hard on yourself that's all it is that's uh, yeah I mean probably also true um, 2003 was LeBron James debut and as much I think we also have an official position that we don't like LeBron on this show but I mean we gotta, we gotta respect game. He is great. Um, he is great, and he's he's he, still doing it at thirty eight. Um, he's the oldest player in the NBA, and he's the third best player in NBA history. So there you go. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think is that our official position there too? Who you got? Who you got? too? What? Oh, Kobe. All right. Uh, it's I'd, Kobe and MJ. I'd I'd
1: put LeBron over Kobe, unfortunately. Really? I would. No, but that's a that's a topic for another episode.
0: I'm a little shocked at you, Skip Bayless I, and
1: we, you know, we can talk about,
0: I kind of don't want to end the show now. Cause I'm really upset. Like this is a horrible note to end on. Well, we got, we got one more, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, in, uh, October 30th, 1974. This is the day that Muhammad Ali won the rumble in the jungle. And so that will, that will conclude our show. And so, uh, as always just have to thank everybody for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with us online. And, uh, sending along your comments, your questions, keep doing that. And, uh, thank you to cat TV for put, uh, actually this episode won't be on, but, but for putting us on cat TV though. And, uh, yeah, that's it. It's only going to get better. Thank you guys.